0: Welcome everyone to Dabo's Fingers episode 32, Wrapping Up a Cock. I'm Scatty, we have with us Brooke and Matt as always.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Today is a special episode. We'll be giving you a brief brief summary here of what we'll be covering. So we'll be giving you quiz-tastic quizzing of each other. So we've got, uh, everyone went through and they had three characters each and we picked four questions. Uh, to uh, to ask the other two members of the other two fingers, and uh, we'll have a race to see who can answer the questions quickly, most most quickly and most accurately to gain points. Uh, and then after that, we're going to do some spoiler fit QA. So uh, we've asked uh, followers on Twitter and Facebook and you know whatever to come and give us questions that they'd like us to answer. Uh, we got a lot of feedback, a lot of great questions. Um, I don't know if we'll get to them all. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, we, we've we've uh, we've picked out what we think are are the best ones, and we'll go from there. Uh, keep in mind, uh, if you're listening to this and you don't usually like to be spoiled, after the training or the the trivia session, you might want to turn it off because I think we're going to get spoilery. Not on all the questions, but we won't be able to predict necessarily on which ones we will go spoilery. So I would turn it off after the trivia. Uh, and I don't know, guys. Even with the trivia, who knows what we'll blurt out? We're kind of uh, we're kind of. Taking it loosey goosey on this one, so beware yeah, of spoilers. If you're a purist, yeah. Yeah. yeah, beware of this spoilers be this whole episode. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, feeling saucy tonight. <clears throat> yeah, not a saucy. I'm on but my saucy. third Mountain Dew already. Yeah.
1: Holy, take it easy.
0: Yeah. Jeez. Don't
1: make us call nine one one on your behalf.
0: You're trying to get. I think that I think that's on the uh, the banned substances list for performance enhancement for our trivia challenge, Matt i think we should report you to the proper authorities okay so uh i will not submit to a drug test also play along and be honest uh on the trivia if uh if you want to play along be honest see if see if you answer the questions quick more quickly earnest than the rest of us do and uh make sure to twitter or email or whatever to us uh, and brag how much smarter than us you are because we love to hear that um we gluttons for punishment. So, uh, this is our last episode before our off-season. Uh, that off-season will uh, be finishing on November 23rd. So that's when our next episode will drop. Everyone be looking for it. We'll still be around. In the meantime, we'll be on Twitter, Facebook. If you want to shoot us an email and say hi, we'll respond. Uh, you know, we're not dying here. Uh, so, you know, we can still communicate and everything. We're just uh, taking a quick break from uh, the rigorous reading schedule and, uh, and prepping. So... Uh, look for us on November twenty third. I think we're excited for the break, but I think we've all expressed we're, we're kind of excited to start it on Storm of Swords too. <laughs> I think we've all threatened yeah. uh, we might start reading before we have to. So uh, I
1: think it's my favorite book of the entire series. it? So it'll be it'll be hard to resist. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Certainly for me, a lot happens. A lot does happen. For me, uh, I said before we started this reread, I said uh, Clash of Kings was my favorite. Uh, and then we read a Game of Thrones, and I said, uh, "No, you know, a Game of Thrones is my favorite." And then we read a Clash of Kings, and I'm pretty sure now that I think a Clash of Kings is my favorite again. So <laughs> by the end of Storm of Swords, I might be thinking that's my favorite too. I think I think, uh, gosh, this wasn't part of the original uh, schedule to open this podcast, but I think the way we do it just makes me love the story more. The detail we get into, hearing right. your guys' opinions, yeah. the feedback from everybody else, that makes you consider all the different points, like the depth that we're um, achieving. Uh, with a cock, is uh, and with the Game of Thrones before that, is uh, is just helping uh, with the level of satisfaction.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, well, the, put. The, the, thank you. Yeah, the deeper, the more gratifying, more satisfying. A Game of Thrones is my favorite now. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Even even love... after this a cock romp,
3: even after going this deep on a cock, Game of Thrones is still my favorite. Yeah, That's I I love animal. the. I love the pacing of it. I I
0: it's it's wonderful. I love it.
1: Yeah, he was pretty fresh out the gate.
0: Yeah. Let's let's move on. Uh so uh as always, if you want to contact us uh during the break, suggest topics for future episodes, just ask us questions, you know, or just offer us a line of uh of condolence during the break to, you know, keep our spirits up while we're not, while we're not casting. Uh, please do so. Uh, you can reach us through Davosfingers.com, as our Tumblr site. Uh, email at we are Davos fingers at gmail.com. Twitter at davosfingers, or you can find us and like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. You can find us at all those places. And uh, we love hearing from you. So yeah. Cause uh,
3: like probably after about a week of our off season, I'll be itching to start up again. So
0: you've got no self-control. I really don't. And you,
3: you know that by now.
0: Yeah, this is the guy everyone that that watched Breaking Bad super quickly and because he had nothing left on Breaking Bad, decided he had to get more Walter White and so he watched Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> this happened. Guilty. This was mad. Guilty. He did this. Guilty. Yeah.
3: I love Bryan Cranston. I had to get everything Bryan Cranston I could and I watched every like behind the scenes thing or whatever I could find on Breaking Bad. I watched all that on YouTube and and everywhere I could find it. And when I exhausted everything Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston, I had to turn to other sources. What better than Malcolm in the Middle, which has like 10 seasons. (laughs) All
0: right. Uh, So lastly, on the announcement side, uh, we've been teasing it and teasing it, but it wouldn't be right if I didn't sneak in a cock tease uh, one more time for Matt's forthcoming musical release. (laughs) You like how I did that? Yeah. And look forward in October, sometime. Matt's not sure exactly what day, but I think we we did narrow it down. It'll be October. We'll be promoting the crap out of it, guys. So don't worry. It, it, it will be it will be pretty hard to miss. Um, but uh, but look for it. Uh, we're Brooke and I are intensely proud of Matt and all his creativity. And uh, I think uh, you guys so can use proud. it. For, you can use it for ringtones, probably. Uh, these little these little jingles. You know, there's a little there's little nuggets, a few little nuggets in there too. Uh, for for you guys, so uh, just enjoy it and, and check it out when we uh, let you know what's out there. Uh, anything you know, else? It'll be Could like a whopping me...
3: five minutes long. It'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna make the uh, Aria song my work ringtone. Yes, yes.
0: I'm I'd definitely like to... yeah. I'm definitely gonna pick one of them as my work ringtone. I think it'll be Aria It's my favorite one. It's the most metal. Uh, okay. Uh, are anything else in the announcements, guys?
3: nope don't know of anyone having
0: babies or getting married
3: so
1: all good
0: that that is such the mormon version of do you know any news nobody (laughs) married or having babies so
3: or or if uh byu won their football game or returning
0: returning from a mission that's the other one right that's true that's true all right well without further ado we are going to break out into some citadel training uh, this is trivia. So, again, like I said in the opener, it's four questions per point of view. Uh, we got them split up uh, amongst the three fingers. Uh, Skad, the middle finger, is going to go first. Uh, I have Arya to start. Mm-hmm. And I have—I actually have a, a uh, large grouping of questions to choose from. Uh, and I didn't do it ahead of time so that I could kind of pick it on the fly. So, <clears throat> you guys ready?
1: Yes. I'm
0: ready to wipe the floor with both of you. All
3: right. Well, that
1: was the least threatening threat I've ever heard. But I'm excited to uh, compete with oh, you Oh, if
3: you could see my face, <laughs> you would feel threatened. <laughs> well, I'll
0: bet. Okay. Aria on the foot, horse face, sticking with the pointy
3: end. Aria on the foot, horse face, sticking with the
0: pointy end. Ah. Go scared. What? Profession was Lommy Greenhand's apprentice to?
1: A dye maker. Dye, a uh, fabric dyer.
0: That's right.
1: Oh, I gave you not, that
0: not...
1: one. <laughs> you gave it to me. <laughs> Feels pretty good down here on the floor. Yeah.
0: Dude, Wait, I'm going to edit that out. Yeah, so that you out right. <laughs> Do your knees you hurt? Were like, or? like I'm going to mop the floor
1: with you. and then I'm down here on the floor. No, the floor. I got
0: it but
3: <laughs> well i almost said something else too about sticking a
0: broom handle up <laughs> or <a mop> handle. <laughs> now now uh we're not in okay. Heron hall oh, and she's not Arya. uh if i believed in karma matt i would say that that was karma coming back to kick your ass um okay what does Arya steal and give to wheeze and what does he promise her in return
1: uh uh, uh oh, um, uh, uh, cake,
0: uh, one of Hot Pie's um cakes. No,
1: it's a oh, it's, it's, a, a, it's horn, a horn, a silver stuffed... a silver horn, drinking horn.
0: That's right. And what does he plan to give her in return?
1: Chicken dinner.
0: Uh, yeah, share yeah, his, his capon. Yeah, Brooke, Man, I am off. What did you do? Reread the whole fucking book in the last two weeks? I thought these oh. questions were tough.
1: I'm actually yeah. a little worried, Matt. Are you okay? <laughs> is the dude just making your hand shake?
3: Usually I'm pretty on the
0: ball, but I know. not this Eve. No, I, I, like I think this. we give credit to Brooke. She's super on the ball tonight yeah. also. You're prepared. You're prepared. All right. Uh, Sir Armory, or Sir, Sir Amory, sorry. Sir Armory. Sir Amory is on Arya's list, but he does not die directly by her hand. How does he die? Bear. Yeah, yeah that's right. Bear so. pit. A bear. freaking got one. Jeez. I got to pick a tough one. Uh, Here we go. Besides Yorin, who was the first person to call Ari a girl after the party of Black Brothers uh, leaves King's Landing? Uh, Hot Pie. It is not Hot Pie.
1: No, it was uh, one of the captives Uh, called her a girl, wasn't it? I don't know.
3: Wait, if I I guess once, is my turn over? I think your turn's turns over...
0: Until Brooke. I don't know what happens then. I, we Last time, we actually awarded the question maker for stumping you guys. I don't know if we're doing that this time. We didn't agree uh, to that or not.
1: Yeah, I think but we only, should wait. I'll let me think you guys about...
0: guess again, but whatever.
1: Uh, wait. Recognizes that she's a girl or calls her a girl?
0: Uh, Call.
3: Oh, frick. Oh, calls. Okay.
1: It's definitely somebody on the road. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's a girl. And oh, I can't remember exactly who oh, it is.
0: Oh, I know who it is. Who? Isn't it Jockin? Yeah. No, ah, it's, it's, not it's not Jockin. It's not Jockin. Oh, it's oh. not? It is one of the gold cloaks seeking uh, oh, seeking yeah. after uh, Gendry, who says, hey, stand oh. aside, girl. And nobody's, yeah. n- nobody's noted that she's a girl at all. And this gold cloak that they call Broken Nose just has some sort of perception and can see that Ari is a girl that nobody else mm. sees.
1: Good question.
3: Type of guy I'd keep my daughter away from.
1: Broken nose. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
0: Sounds like he's maybe easily deterred. Broken nose. That's that's it. For that, was Aria. it? that was Four, right? Yeah, that was okay. four. <clears throat> we got so we got two for Brooke, one for Matt, and one for the Scad.
3: Yep.
1: That sounds about right.
3: All right, I'm up with uh, Sansa's questions.
2: Don't know when a prince will come, but surely he's a gonna come for Sansa's star.
3: Gabby looking like a tole and a daddy killed a wolfie. Sansa Stark. Of the Kingsguard, who is Sansa's preferred escort? Sir Ayres. Correct.
0: Bam! Eris, so... I, I I hit the uh... <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> I'm like confused. Alright. Keep going.
1: I'm not sure if that little like chat window is actually helping. <laughs> so I keep on hitting it anyways. I, I <laughs> right.
0: keep I keep I keep hitting it. And, and, well, I hit it, and then I forgot that I needed to say anything. I'm like, oh, well, he'll call on me because I was first. <laughs> oh, wait, did you say Ares?
3: Sir Ares O'Cart. Yeah. It's not O'Cart. Nope. Really? Oh. He's with Marcella.
1: Oh. But before he leaves... a cute young one. Which one is it?
3: It is Sir Ares. Before he leaves, right? Oh, man. No, it's <sighs> my bad, too. I'm really off. I didn't even know the answer to my own question.
1: Definitely not it's Mary not. Trance. Who is it?
3: I did multiple choices, but...
1: It's the gossipy one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I swear that was Eris. I'll give you a hint. Well,
1: no, maybe I won't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Give us a hint. Brains on Mace.
1: Oh, yeah, I still can't remember his name.
3: Initials
0: are BS.
1: Oh, Balancewan? Swan?
0: Yes. Dude, I'm double-checking that. I don't think that's correct. I swear that's not right. I will check it. Check it.
3: All right, next question. How did the Cleganes come to be in the service of the Lannisters?
1: Uh, they're Bannermen.
3: How did they come to be in the service? How did they become so?
0: Oh, I know this. I don't the, know. Their father uh, rescued a Lannister with his dogs. That is correct. Good job. And they were
3: given as a reward. They were given their own keep, lands, and stuff like that.
0: <clears throat> I'm glad you gave it right. to me. What did, they rescue? what did he rescue them from? With his dogs, people? A no, lion it was uh, it was like a
3: lion or a bear or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. We'd have to look that up. I'm sure, it's easy easy to find. You can look it up when you're verifying my last answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm
0: sorry. I'm so competitive. All right.
3: What is the name of Joffrey's sword, which he makes Sansa kiss before the Battle of the Blackwater?
1: Oh, uh, Lion Claw. Oh no, hearts! Uh, hearts! Heart stab.
0: eater. Oh. Heart eater.
1: Heart eater. Oh.
3: Scad got it. Uh, I had great multiple choice answers for this one Lion's Tooth, Stag's Bane Heart Eater or Fart Smeller <laughs>
0: Fart Smeller <laughs> Yes, it only cleaves in an upward uh, arcing motion
3: <laughs> oh, I just looked it up The Cleganes came in when it was a lioness save Tytos Lannister Jamie and Cersei's daddy Tyrion's daddy Oh, you guys are going to love this one Alright You ready? Which of the Kettleblacks is named captain of Cersei's Red Cloak Guard not long before the Blackwater? That's Osmond. Cersei's Red Cloak Guard. Osmond. Osney.
1: Osfried.
3: I say Osney. Osney is not correct either. Dang it, it. was Osfried.
1: Wait, did I say that right? Did I get that one?
3: No, you did not. Osmond is in the King's
0: Guard.
1: Right, then I said Osfried.
0: How many guesses what? would you like, Brooke? <laughs> I thought after you both guessed, oh, yeah. I get it. You do. I think that's yours. Mine. Okay. Oh, Fucking that's monarch, it. monarch minions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Even their dad has an O name. Dad's name's Oswell. Hmm. Frickin George. All right. Frickin George. Um. That's it for me. Uh, Brooks got Tyrion. Okay. Oh, scores. Scad verify. I've got Brook two, Matt three, Scad three. I think that's correct.
1: That took a turn. Oh boy.
2: Okay. Cripples and bastards and broken things, but the power of the mind can give you wings. Drinking and japing and yeah, ladies. Tyrion Lannister, rorim if you please.
1: First question: During a conversation with Mandon Moore, Tyrion's future face disfigurer, Tyrion recalls Jamie saying Mandon is the most dangerous member of the Kingsguard, other than one other knight. Who on the Kingsguard is more dangerous than Mandon Moore?
3: Jamie. I remember this conversation.
1: Don't strain yourself. Matt got it. It's Jamie.
0: Oh.
1: I just wanted to see if you had a guess. Good job, Matt. Uh,
0: I, I, yeah. Jamie would... Yeah. Good job. All
1: right. Question two. During Tyrion's masterful manipulation of Janos Lent, Janos calls Tyrion a name that makes Tyrion lose his cool for the first and only time during the whole ruse. What was that name? Dwarf. Got it.
0: Good job, Skit. Nice
1: job. Okay. Oh, I thought these would be hard. Damn That's it. what I
0: thought of mine.
1: <laughs> like, I'm okay. going to stump these guys. Question three. During Tyrion's rule as Hand, he hears petitioners. Fortunately for us, George had petitioners report to Bronn first, <laughs> and then Braun would amuse Tyrion with the best ones. Those two... <laughs>
3: They're Love pretty. my brawny brawn.
1: Oh, they're so cute. Brawn it. So, during one such meeting, Brawn reported that bakers, butchers, and greengrocers were looking for protection because a baker had been attacked for charging too much for bread. What had the baker's attackers done to him?
3: Baked
0: him. Got it. Wow. Good
1: job. That's, uh, that's pretty sick that you remembered that.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't remember that conversation even.
1: They baked him in his own bread. like
3: that new M. Night Shyamalan movie with the grandparents.
1: Oh, yeah. In the trailers,
3: he's telling the little girl to go get in the oven to clean it.
1: That looked like it could have been Eerie. But then...
3: I heard not great things about it. Yeah, no. Okay, Ooh.
1: last Tyrion question. Multiple choice. <clears throat> Fill in the missing word in this sentence from Tyrion to Podrick Payne. The sentence is... Look at me, Pod. It unnerves me when you talk to my blank, especially when I'm not wearing one. <laughs> Here's your choices. A, my belt. B, my crown. C, my codpiece. Or D, my tiny vest. Codpiece. Got it. <laughs> well
3: done. I don't remember that one either. Good job, Scatters. <laughs> I guessed.
0: <laughs> Good job. <laughs>
3: Scaddington. Uh...
2: Scatty, 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 scatty. Ten.
0: Was was that all? All right. Was that four? That was four. It okay. was four. Yeah. Uh, cool. Then it's my turn to ask the questions.
3: This is on uh, Branny Bran.
0: Bran the Man. Five, six, seven, eight.
2: Brandon Stark, won't you come back down from that tower? Your mind's been flying. Legs don't work, but they don't really need to work When that third eye's showing you new ways and explode, and the summer's gonna come you know it's gonna come, summer's gonna
0: come And boy, you're gonna fly away Branis. Brannus the manis? Yeah. Okay. Bran has a name date during a cock. How old does he turn? Eight. Eleven. It's nine.
1: Damn it! Eleven... That's ancient. It's
0: dark. Brooke, Brooke, Matt watches. That's one the show. of those. That... Br- Matt watches the show. Okay.
3: Um, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! That was that was a deep that was a, cut. That was, that was a low blow. That was deep. <laughs> all right, resorting uh... to some awfully
0: cheap tactics there, bub. <laughs> Just all to get in your head. All right. Upon arriving at Winterfell, what does Jojen want to see first? Uh, the Crips. Matt.
1: No, the godswood. No, the, the
0: godswood. It's mine again. It's the dire Wolves. Ooh. yeah well done all right at court brand learns that young Benefred tallheart has started a small company of cavalry inspired by the young wolf they are called what the um something i'm just gonna have to guess on this
3: first word because i don't remember it the young Hares.
1: brook i didn't even know they had a name i remember Benefred. It's, it's
0: something, something. Hares. It, it's the wild hairs. Dang it. Really? I think I think we'll give it to him.
1: Come on come on, guys.
0: What's wrong with that? Is it too is it too is it too bad? Alright, I'll make this this last one will make it easy. The what? Oh you're you're just questioning the the ferocity of the name they picked? Yeah. Yeah. Wayne. So right. is
3: that one for you I guess I got it wrong.
0: So. I gave it to you. Okay. I'll take it. That
1: sounds like favouritism.
0: <laughs> the young hairs, I don't know, it's close enough, isn't it? No, right. he felt he felt bad after. I feel like I've given you. You you know what? I can ask another question to take away one of my uh, one of my difficult ones. You want me to? You me to, How about I avoid that question since it was close? I got no. A, it's I got fine. A, I got it. I got it. I got it wrong. I got a couple extras. I'll avoid it. Okay. Here's here's another one. Uh, Ned tells Bran that who was the greatest knight he knew? Arthur Dane. Uh
1: no um uh, uh the white beard oh god uh,
0: uh, no, no it's it's Dane. Um,
1: no, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was... Uh, what's his nuts? Selmy? Yeah, sell Selmy.
0: Hmm. Although, in my answer, I wrote down, or rather, I think it was autocorrected, uh, Sir Arthur Dwayne.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sir Arthur Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking.
0: <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Dane. <laughs> uh, okay, one more. Uh, let's go with name the three Winterfell men destined to die according to Jojen uh, in the dream of oh, the sea coming one. to Winterfell
1: oh I don't think he guessed Tan. no no. oh it was the guy who drowned no I don't know their names at all
3: so it was the Septon it was Micken and, and it was the Chunky guy I don't remember just get I right. You're
0: right. You're right. You were on the right Cheers. track. It's Alebelly. Belly. Yeah,
3: It was chunky. I knew he was a chunky guy.
0: Yeah, they threw Septon Chael down chunky. a well. They threw Septon Chael <clears throat> down a well. Uh, Ale Belly yeah. was killed during the storming. He was on the wall uh, when they stormed over, and then Micken, right. you guys remember, took the took the spears through the throat. Spears. Uh, the yeah. most, the most uh, visual one. Uh, interesting <clears> side <throat> note on Septon Chael. Some people, uh, I think it's not held by many, but some people think Septon Chael could be the hooded man in Winterfell because Septon Chael notes how good of a swimmer he is, and all they did was throw him down a well. So, uh, I think maybe he survived Yeah, Splashed and swam or tread water and climbed out or something. Got help. Who knows? So, uh, I think that's it for me. Um, I'm on to Johnny John.
2: Let's see here.
3: Where we're going
2: up north where the winter's cold And the icicles bloom like the bluest rose
3: We haven't met his mom, but we love his wolf He's Jon Snow Steel, iron, and copper Match these three metals with their Baratheon counterpart As described by Donald Moy
0: Robert is steel, Stannis is iron, and Renly is copper
3: That is correct
0: Great job the true steel is Robert. The true steel. Yes.
3: According to Gilly, how many wives does Craster have? Oh jeez. Eighteen.
1: I'm gonna go
0: with eighteen. Yeah,
3: twenty-three. Oh, Brookie, so close. Nineteen. Dang.
1: Oh, that's a that's a tough one. Well, yeah. Gilly leaves, so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. During the conversation with John. How many wives does Craster have at mm, that time? Okay, well. All right, this one's probably an easy one. Which is not one of the types of dragon glass weapons that John unearths. So, multiple choice: knives, spearheads, arrowheads, swords, swords,
1: arrowheads. Oh, swords! Yeah, that would it be was huge. Swords. Mm,
3: good one. Okay, final question on. Uh, haven't met his mom but we love his wolf john snow corin and his men were delayed arriving at the fist after encountering what famous wildling and think, his merry band this. of men i can give you the multiple choice answers
0: i came up with if that will help i'm gonna get it close ah it's it's harma dog's head or sharma dog's head rookie got nothing I put that as
3: one of my multiple choice answers, Scad, but it was actually Alfen and Crowkiller. Oh,
0: that's right. Ah, Dang it. Is it Sharma or it's Harma, right? Harma. Harma Dog's. Yep. Dang it. Good question, man.
1: Uh, that's killer. my four. Nice. All right. Uh, Theon. Ready?
0: Oh, Brooke's favorite. Can't wait <laughs> yeah. to hear her questions on this. I think you picked Theon, so you wouldn't have to remember anything from his chapter. Uh, maybe. Okay. I think Theon is a what?
1: He was the last one. The last one. The last Idiot. Ab- <laughs> okay.
3: No, uh, that was Davos. You actually picked Theon. Yeah, you did. Davos did was I? last. Yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, ready. I'm
0: ready.
3: His yes. daddy lost a
2: war, so he's living in the north. Now he's somewhere stuck between being a kraken and a wolf. Yeah, Theon Greyjoy. With a smile so slow, we'll an air through your eye yes, yeah, all great joy. Make a lady scream, and a want to be a king, yeah, they the great joy. Loyalty speaks, but there's something there that rings yeah,
1: is the great joy. While well, the ironborn of old could take salt wives against their will, the quote unquote real wives of these ironborn were called what? Fish wives. Wrong. Oh rock wives oh one for brooke all right uh number two what base has theon gotten to with his sister asha
3: (laughs) (laughs) well it depends on uh first base right just no second
1: second was first base your first guess
3: Yes, it was. But actually...
1: And you were wrong. He rounded first, went straight to second. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yes, I, I mean,
0: I, I don't even I'm not even sure I remember what the bases constitute anymore. <laughs> well, that's
3: what I was thinking at first too, and then I remember no first base is kissing. Just kissing. Yeah,
1: first base yeah. is definitely kissing. Second base is definitely groping. like heavy petting. Yeah. And yeah. then Third and fourth are up for interpretation. It's pretty like geographical. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Like, here in Canada, it's under the parka.
0: That was a a cool joke. It's a good Uh, joke. I was trying to think, like, does second base even count in Canada? Because the parka is making any sort of petting not under the parka pretty (laughs) not helpful. (laughs) Useless.
1: Still exciting. Okay. All right. Uh, Question three. Two men combined gave Theon more smiles than his own father ever did. One of those men was Ned Stark. Who was the other man? Dagmar. Dagmar. Oh, I got to check the the chat to see who got that first.
3: I didn't even chat, so
0: dang it,
1: uh, Sked
3: got it.
0: (laughs) I get a point for following the rules. I'm (sighs) a rule follower.
3: Just so everyone knows, we've also got our Skype chat windows open, and we are supposed to be like sticking in a character into chat when we answer so we can determine tiebreakers, and
0: I haven't been... Or okay. funny words like cats or sex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay, next question. What is Dagmar Cleftjaw's most noticeable feature?
0: His lips uh, are scar uh, is, down the middle of his face. It's, it's his chin is cut in half, basically horizontally.
1: Yeah, I have written down here his four lips versus two lips. So I think Scad got that one. He can have it because he was immediately like his lips. All right. <laughs> 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 So that was four questions, but I have a bonus question. Is that okay?
0: I love sure. bonus questions.
1: Okay. Balon Greyjoy is described as smiling twice in A Clash of Kings, amazingly, even though he never smiled at his son. Once when he learns Rob Stark and his forces are moving south, leaving the north right for plucking. And one other time. What is that other time that Balon Greyjoy smiles?
3: Soup on Theon.
1: Yeah. You got uh, it. Oh, soup on When feet. Asha humiliates Theon <laughs> at dinner with her little axe and dagger routine. Yeah,
0: I didn't know how to, yeah. I figured that was the moment. Yeah. I didn't know what to call it.
1: Yeah. Soup on Theon
0: is well said. Soup on Theon. <laughs> <It's> just salt ground
1: <laughs> into that wound. Balon's smiling about it. <laughs> right, that's it.
0: Yep. Good old Balon. Alright, so that's uh, me for Cat, right? The words will cut you like
2: Valyrian steel to a hay. She can't love John Snow, but she's sure to let you know where she stands. A devoted mother who married the brother of a dead fiancé. She's vengeful and hateful, loving and faithful. She's Catelyn, Catelyn Stark.
0: Rob left instructions with Eurythrates Wayne the steward at Riverrun, to send Catelyn where after she returned from her envoy mission?
3: Uh, the To the Malisters. Seaguard.
0: Uh, it was to the twins to get acquainted with his ah, future wife. That's right, yep. Who does Rob tap to deliver his terms to the Lannisters?
1: Cleos Frey?
0: Yep. That's right. Dang it. Good job.
1: I don't think he really tapped him. I don't think Cleos had a choice.
0: <laughs> well, That's what I think tap is. It's like, hey, you're going... Oh, You're in. Fair I don't know. Uh, what does Catelyn suggest to Renly and Stannis as a method for choosing a king?
1: Rock, paper, scissors. A uh, great
0: council. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors! <laughs> <laughs> great council is right. Uh, Alright, okay, one more. And then I have a bonus question if you guys want it. It's a fun one. Yeah, we do. Oh my gosh. Okay, so number four. Uh who is the first person Cat confides in regarding Bran and Rickon's deaths? Bran. Bran. That's right. Uh, but you were Brooke's not typing in Skype,
1: but I said it first
0: she it sounded first to me, but I don't know whether there's any delay going on. Did it sound first to you, Matt? It did okay
1: let me settle this <laughs> I
0: am
3: unflinchingly honest <laughs> me too all right
1: oh, I haven't been looking at, at Skype you've got a real problem, buddy Brown <laughs> <laughs> hole
0: matt for those that can't see is picking all sorts of names for butts uh and male genitalia for his word to enter into the skype window it's it's humorous for those of us looking uh all right bonus question which i think is hard maybe you guys will know right away we'll see uh when brianne wins the melee she requests a rainbow cloak to be part of renly's kingsguard he approves giving her the rainbow cloak that he was saving for whom
1: Oh, Barrison Selmy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Good job Ricky. Right a Good round there, Brooke. Uh, I believe that would be uh it for that would Kat, be me now and Matt's huh? up with Danny. Silver hair and
2: purple eyes always on the go. Kicking it with the dragon kids and Joe the and does she know just where she gotta go and won't beat Terryin. Look how Mr Rose comes the nearest
3: Argarian. Okay. I had trouble with these Danny ones. Coming up with ones I liked, but uh We'll do it anyways. I don't have a now. choice. Wait until she's yeah. just sitting around in marine.
1: Wait not really set it up there. Those are going to be some yeah.
3: boring ass questions. Uh this is going to suck, guys. <laughs> I I seriously had to go through the chapters like twice just to find questions I wanted to ask. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, what was the name of Jorah's second wife who bled him dry, then ditched him in lease or lice?
1: Oh, oh. I don't know why the name Chris uh. Jenner just popped.
0: Into my head. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jenner. Uh, <laughs> close. Oh, it's a actually high, it's Kate a high tower. It's uh, Lenora High Tower. So close. Liness High Tower. Uh, <laughs> wow! I
1: can't believe you even got that far. Good
0: job. Doesn't count. No, therefore, worthless. But thank you, Brooke, for the accolades. In her vision, in
3: the House of the Undying, who does Danny see beckoning to her to come inside the red door in Braavos? Rhaegar? Incorrect. Hmm.
0: Sir Willem Derry. Oh, that makes oh, more sense. Great. Since, little you protector. know, he was in that door at some point. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. Rhaegar, what are you doing here?
1: <laughs> she was like that at one point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was that an ass play joke or something? Answer
3: the question, Brooke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The innuendo has gone so far over my head. I'm just just letting it wash over
0: me. (laughs) Okay, I'll try to tone it down. The thing that
3: I'm most... Sorry, pause for just a second. The thing that I'm most sad about with ending this book is the wonderful innuendo that we've had with the cock. It's mm-hmm. just been delightful, not only between the three of us, but with everybody on Twitter, emails. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just really Embraced grasped onto the cock. a cock. Yeah. Embraced a cock. And um,
1: really worked the a cock.
3: Yeah, yeah. Really worked it. Well done, Brooke. Mm. I feel like I mean,
1: like a a sauce has potential. It's gonna it be does. a challenge, but I feel like us and our listeners a, are up for it.
3: A sauce following a cock, it, it works. Yeah. After it's, that we're pretty screwed. We've it's only getting got weird, but Afic and a dood Affick could be
0: stretched to a fuck. But it's a
3: stretch. That's true. That's true. The only thing I could think of was Affleck.
0: <laughs> Me a, too. Fan.
3: But Affick <laughs> is, is good, Sked. It's God great. I love Affleck. He's
1: so great. <laughs> Listeners yeah. the other night <laughs> like two <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Sked, and I get an email. <laughs> <from> <laughs> Oh, what movie were you watching?
3: I was watching uh,
0: Chasing was Amy. Chasing Amy. Right.
1: Amy yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at Ben's little chicklets <laughs> before he had his work done. And then she sent us an updated picture of the Affleck with his, yeah. with his it's screenshots. Yeah.
3: Screenshots from Chasing Amy and one from more modern times. And the difference is startling.
1: Yeah, he had some major work done on his teeth, but it worked in his favor. Yeah.
3: Maybe we'll post those pictures on our references post. Yeah. For this episode. <laughs> all right. Uh, Back to I, Danny. Uh, Two more questions.
0: I may watch Chasing Amy tonight. Go ahead. It was, it was a lot of fun.
3: I did it while I was ironing. You guys are learning about all my domestic um, endeavors around the house. I was ironing and watching Chasing Amy. I mean, that's, Anyways, that's time well
0: spent. Time's indeed. Too.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny names her newly acquired ships after three famous dragons. Name all three: Balerion, Meraxes,
0: and Vagar. That is correct. Scanning oh, wow.
1: wow, wow,
0: wow! Indeed.
1: Did you have them tattooed on your person? Oh no, I just, you know I just
0: I just I just googled it just now. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, no, Vagar I struggled with. Yeah, I don't know. I just knew it. Got lucky.
3: You'll become very familiar with them once you start reading The World of Ice and Fire. talk about them a lot. Mm. A lot of other dragons, too. You'll get confused very quickly. (laughs) Okay, which of these is not a title given to Danny in the House of the Undying? So this is a multiple choice. First of all, Daughter of Death, Slayer of Lies, Bride of Fire, or Daughter of Fire?
0: Daughter of Fire.
1: Bride of Fire
3: daughter of fire Fine. guys Heather is like tweeting us off the chain right now with questions Uh, no not really with questions I think she's just tweeting nonsense at us
0: because she knows we're casting at the moment
3: (laughs) yeah OMG are you guys recording right now yay for the final go at a cock give her hell y'all I think yeah we love you too Heather (laughs) shout out indeed uh, done with Danny
1: alright uh, okay last point of view character of our Davos fingers quiz is
2: Davos yay eyes are crime from the onions in the hold save Danny boy save Danny boy finger bones in a bag mean the truth will be told steady
1: Davos steady Davos question one Davos' good friend Salador San has a self-styled name for himself. By what name mm-hmm. does Salador like to be called? No the
0: idea. Prince of the Narrow Sea.
1: Oh, you got it! Wow. Where are you pulling this information from?
0: Dude, I got I got a good memory. I, I didn't know whether it was king or prince.
1: Yeah, Prince of the Narrow Sea. Okay, question two. What does Stannis say when Davos tells him the small folk grieved for the death of Renly.
0: What does Stannis tell Davos?
1: Yeah. This is kind of like one of his premier lines. Maybe this was question was a little hard.
0: Yeah. The small folk had, grieved no, for the death of question. Renly. No, it's a good question. It's a good question. The small folk and grieved then for the death Stannis. of Renly.
1: Uh, and Stannis was like, well.
3: Yeah, good one-liner.
1: Yeah, it's a really good one. No guesses?
3: Isn't it something about...
1: Put yourself in Stannis' shoes. Joke? It was not a gay joke. It wasn't. No.
0: For once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I don't have a guess.
1: Fools love a fool.
0: Uh. Mm-hmm. Good job, Ricky. All right, I want a little
1: us. hard. Sorry, guys. Okay, oh, right. but it's fine. Now it's mine. I asked. You feel
0: Oswald, Osfried, Osney. Questions. Yeah, you feel a little guilty when you ask hard ones, though, don't you? Yeah, I do.
1: Yeah. I do. Well, it's not fun if, like, nobody has a clue.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, multiple choice. What did Sir Courtney Penrose not say when he treated with Stannis?
3: <laughs> oh, I just
2: oh this
1: is going to so be much. good.
3: Courtney C.K. <laughs>
1: <laughs> May the others bugger your Lord of Light, Penrose spat back, and wipe his arse with that rag you bear. Or... I know you for a man of ambition, Sir Courtney broke in, a man who changes kings and gods the way I change my boots, as do these others' turncloaks I see before me. Thus, B, or C, I have heard your proposal, Lord Stannis, now here is mine. Single combat, sword, lance, or any weapon you care to name, or if you fear to hazard your magic sword and royal skin against an old man, name your champion, and I shall do the same." Either of these pups would do nicely, I should think. Or D, it is the justice of your cause, you doubt, my lord. Or is it you can't keep up with my sass? Are you afraid I'll piss on your burning sword and put it out?
3: D. It's D.
1: (laughs) That's right. It's, the line is actually, what is it? Uh, Is it the justice of your cause, you doubt, my lord, or the strength of your arm? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah,
3: I knew that he said the first three, so I knew it had to yeah, be D.
0: Had to be D.
1: I really just wanted to go on a walk down you <laughs> <Yeah>. to Courtney
0: <play. laughs> Well done. I'd be happy with no points on that one. Yeah, just, <laughs> just no just points. Just again. a nice
3: reminiscing <laughs> of, of Courtney is fine with me. Yeah. No points on that one. Okay. I think Scott and I pretty much tied on it.
0: Yeah. Well, you entered first. I think I was less polite in waiting for her to finish. Less <laughs> it later, is time. more
1: Rule breaking. Yeah.
0: I I typed pooter at ten forty three. I typed
1: <laughs> oh your mom God. at
3: ten forty three. Scott.
1: Dildo. Your says Wiener.
3: <laughs> your <laughs> says. <laughs> your says ten forty three because my timestamp says ten forty four. Oh really? No, mine says ten forty three. But that's so all we found based a... on
0: computer clocks, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. We thought that, but yours mm, did okay. come in ahead of
0: mine on my Skype. So no points on this one we'll just oh you can whatever
1: okay one more multiple choice this is the last question of the quiz then of Davos which of these ships were not fighting in the battle of the Blackwater oh Jesus Lady Shape Lion Star, Fury Lady Walda Pride of Death Driftmark Lance and Faithful
3: Lady Walda Lady Walda got it oh I'm not pushing enter yeah Dang it,
1: Lady Walda! No one, no one immortalizes a Walda. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty much cursed at birth. name if you're, if you're a Walda. Walda.
0: Those phrases might name There's it Walda, Walda but Walda's. they would only sail down the river or something.
1: All right, um, that's it.
0: All right, that was fun. That was fun, and that's it fun. is fun to go back through our
3: chat and look at the various <laughs> words and <laughs> phrases that we
1: used. <laughs> um, does anybody have a score handy? Uh, Scott one. He was on fire!
0: Uh, I admit that, though I said I was going to keep score, I only took score of the ones I was asking, so I have a list of that. My counting, which could be
3: off, is Scad at 16, me with 13, and Brooke at
0: 7.
1: 7? Isn't that far, yeah. I can't That'd be right. She got
0: 4 <laughs> in my uh, cat chapter alone. Or 3. <laughs> 3. Uh, uh-huh. That
3: was her saving <laughs> grace. Uh-huh. <laughs> I... I could be off. That. That's better Just, than I expected. Scott is well enough ahead of both of us that I'm pretty sure he won. So, Great,
1: uh, you win
3: this round. I feel good about it. Which kind of, which kind of sucks because I like it when you get indignant about not winning.
2: <laughs>
0: plenty. Look, there are yeah, plenty sketchy. of topics left tonight for me to get indignant about. It's gonna mm-hmm. happen. All right, Matt. Uh, it's a little bit of a. Weird episode uh, being the finale, yeah. but it's your episode. You want to lead us into some uh, question and answer stuff?
3: Yeah, let's do it. So switching over to, from trivia, uh, to more freeform Q&A. So like Scad said, everyone submitted questions through Twitter. Uh, email. Everyone did. I think
0: most the... of Everyone. Sorry. <laughs> it was quite a few. So
1: was a better turnout than i thought it was, it was really great Brooke,
0: you have no faith in us and our listeners
1: zero we
0: got yeah, i like to keep expectations low it's
1: safer
0: that way <laughs> that might that actually might be the motto of us as cast members like aim low keep expectations down <laughs> Aim, low. You'll, aim be, low you'll always be pleasantly
3: surprised we were pretty sure that the only people ever listening to our podcast was like scott's sister and brooke's mom and oh, my, oh, my sister doesn't been, listen. That's for sure. And Heather, and Heather.
0: That's who we <laughs> thought.
3: She listened to the first couple though, right?
0: Uh yeah, I think she did. Yeah. Yeah. She
3: promoted motivated
1: in the beginning. Uh Jesse Parker actually asks, what would your family motto be?
0: Yes. Yes. I love that <laughs> we question. We just found
1: our collective family
0: motto. <laughs> that is our family we
1: motto. Low. We
3: we aim low. <laughs> we that would be ours. Low. We aim low.
1: My, my my answer to that question was actually weak heart, sarcastic mouth. But I
0: like <laughs> <of> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, that's great. Did you call it on Matt?
2: No, I don't think I did.
0: I I did. What uh, was your scat? House scad? We bring the disgruntled passion. <laughs> aim low, bring the disgruntled passion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mine would probably
3: have something to do with Ragged Jenna or something like that. <laughs> Ragged Jenna.
1: Let's face it, Matt. Yours is just, that's what she said.
3: That's what she said. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's what That's what it would be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> good call, Brooke. Yeah, good call. And
3: then my sigil would be like just poop. So just a brown stick. turd. <laughs> yep.
1: Little, little flies.
3: Wow. Like stick lines <laughs> over top of
1: it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> On a hockey <laughs> stick.
1: On a hockey stick,
3: of course. Gordy <laughs> oh, wow. Howe, famous old school hockey player, uh, used to play hockey on his in the backyard rink on the lake with um, frozen cow pies because they couldn't afford hockey sticks or hockey pucks, so they'd mold poop into hockey puck shapes. Play with that. Wow. Anyways. So, that's wait, whoa, like, whoa, 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 sure whoa, that whoa, 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 that's whoa, 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 like
0: whoa, wait. That's,
1: the, the inventor of soccer, the greatest soccer player ever, Pepe or something? Oh, my God. Hey, Le, hey, Le. Hey, Le. Yes. Does he, like, play with, a, like, a sock stuffed with
0: rags? They play with all sorts of stuff, I and mean, they're poor. But, and that's true, but, uh, and the first soccer game was actually played with a sheep's bladder, I think, or goat. Uh,
3: Down in Brazil, they play with rocks.
0: They play with all sorts of stuff, whatever they can find. Uh Big rocks. But I question the, the cow puck story because, well, not question it, but I, I guess I have more admiration because if you think about it, what they've got to do is find the cow stuff when it's still mm-hmm. f- malleable and right. then wait for it to freeze overnight. So they're actually, you know, they're molding some good, warm, stinky cow shit and, uh, and then waiting for it to freeze. It takes planning. they got to do it ahead of time if they know they want to play in the next morning. Right, mm-hmm. take some some dedication to get your hands in there with some stinky shit. Good for them. Good job, Gordy. You really wanted to be a professional hockey player. Good job. You earned it.
3: One of the best there ever was. So, uh let's do some Q and A. So, yeah, another one from Jesse. He asks, "How did we all meet? What's our you know origin story of Davos' fingers?" Anyone want to take a the first crack at
0: it? I think I'll Brooke say, told this story once, at least a little bit of it, but go ahead. Yeah.
1: Well, I was, actually, I was actually thinking about, like, how we all got to know each other.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. To give
1: everybody a bit of history. We all worked for the same software company for quite some time. Scad and Matt still work at that software company. I jumped ship about six months ago. But, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, very typical, stereotypical software company people, we all used... I am or instant messenger instead of talking to each other face to face. Sometimes because we were in separate offices in separate cities and sometimes because the guy sitting next to you was really busy. You didn't want to bug him. So you just, I am it's actually the perfect mode of communication because it also like fosters and encourages some super snark and that (laughs) brings people together.
0: Really does. I feel
1: like that's what brought us together. Yeah. start am conversations, at least me with you guys. I mean, you're in the same office. So.
3: And yeah. Skad and I still communicate over IM more than we do face-to-face. <laughs>
0: By far. It's awkward talking to you face-to-face.
3: <laughs> I don't want to
0: look at you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, because Skad and I started out working in the same office, so that's how we got to know each other. And with Brooke, and me at least, is Brooke and I were on the same team, even though we were in different countries. And uh, Brooks, who got me into this whole series, because I remember one time on a phone conversation, she mentioned that she was rereading this book called The Game of Thrones in preparation for a uh, television show that HBO was making about it.
1: Oh, God, I was so naive and hopeful back then.
3: Yeah. And so I got into it uh, about that time. And Skad, you got into it just, I think, as we were reading, I was maybe like a half a book ahead of you. Like the whole time, we were like almost reading together. Yeah, that's so, yeah. about right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think,
0: that, I think that sounds about right. Um, I, I think I think Brooke recommended it to me as well. I, I Brooke and I were not on the same team, but we did talk. I don't even remember why. I think I think
1: we worked together.
0: Yeah, we worked together on some things. Yeah, and then I, I remember I remember we talked at one point. Like I was I was just talking about my sister and her uh, her writing and stuff, and you showed interest in general in writing. And 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 being an author and um, and so I was ta- I remember talking to you about that and that's when I was like this person's cool this is somebody at work that I could be friends with and um, yeah I am yeah and, and look what happened uh, and, I... and and now I regret it every day since <laughs> uh, but 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 yeah the, the I think the... I, mean, I think Brooke's right the the I am conversation just continued and we ended up learning that we were we were all compatible with a lot of different things Battlestar Galactica and. You know, Lord of the Rings, and just all general nerdery. You know, overall, and That's I don't know how Brooke scouts. finds all this shit, but she'd send yes. like random big Star Wars console. arts and crafts to us, <laughs> I'm like we need to buy that, and like you know. So yeah, we just kind of we just kind of got together on all sorts of those kinds of discussions, and then eventually, um, we actually um, we actually started we actually started an ill fated blog, which I don't. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't even know if it's still up. All it was was copy and pastings of our IM conversations. <laughs> it was copy and pastings of our right? IMs and email conversations. Uh, yeah. yeah, and we we post them on the blog, and we're like, we'll catch up. I remember this was right before where right before my son Mary was born, and I said, okay, before my before Mary's born, I will uh, copy everything onto the blog, and then we can just maintain it as we go forward. We can just post to that instead of these Skype and and email conversations and stuff, and. Uh, and I never caught up. I did like I don't know a few weeks worth and I never caught up and then my son was born and I never realized how little time I would have. And uh I think that thing it's still probably out there. I never took it down or anything. It's still probably there, but yeah, it's totally there. defunct. Like we haven't posted yeah. to it in well oh, two, years. two years or something, yeah. Yeah. But well, uh, I
3: remember the clinching moment for us and then we'll move on. Uh uh, the The moment that we kind of realized, I think that the friendship, really like the roots of the friendship, started to grow. The seed was planted for the three of us together. Was the still the the single time that all three of us have been together? Yeah, we've only been was together that,
0: one time. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: physically, all three of us together in the same geographical location was that work dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember? Yeah. yeah. So, like, we were with a big group of people at this fairly nice steakhouse in in Calgary and uh, scad Brooke and I ended up at kind of the end of the table do you remember yeah and and you know the we'd all had kind of our individual relationships with each other but the three of us really hadn't started our our friendship and conversing amongst the three of us together and it all started there like all i, I don't remember much of what we talked about i just remember laughing so, so hard, hard my stomach hurt like yeah. just yes. that whole night like those the other people <clears throat> who were at the dinner with us might have might as well have not been there like yeah, i don't true. remember I interacting can't... with them at all it was like the three of us were our own little clique at the end of the table
1: yeah we yeah. were real jerks it was great you guys it were was really awesome going hard with the Monty Python it was I remember yeah. there's
0: a lot of Monty Python yeah I, f- yeah I feel like the whole time I was just trying to like one up Matt and and, <clears throat> and make the better jokes on the Monty Python um, which you probably or the better did. voices or whatever oh I doubt it, but uh yeah I, I remember the Monty Python I remember sitting at the end of the table I remember having a delicious steak and Brooke probably had something else that was stuffed with something else Some uh, salad or something yeah, something non <laughs> non meaty. <laughs> but I think it something was, my was, food eats.
1: Yeah, this chain in Calgary called The Keg, which is like fairly nice and stuff, but I literally just had to order side dishes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. That's tough. That's tough there. I mean, it, it's a it's a beef town. There's a yeah, lot of cow.
1: It, yeah, it's not as bad as people would as I would expect, but uh then I go to a place like Toronto or Vancouver and it's like, "Oh, just like skipping through the streets. Vegetarian restaurants on every corner. It's
0: magnificent. <laughs> uh, I, I would just add, uh, if you want to know more about us, uh, Brooke put together the Meet the Fingers page at davosfingers.tumblr.com forward slash team. Uh, and it's just got little little nuggets about us and stuff if you want to know some more personal stuff about us too.
1: Yeah, you can just navigate it from davosfingers.com. You yep. don't have to
0: like type yeah, it Yeah, that's true. davosfingers.com and then click on the Meet the Fingers page. <laughs>
1: You're so mean. Go to this address: two (laughs) one six one five. I could have just given.
0: I could have just given them the. uh, Oh geez, I forgot the name for that thing. It's the numbers.
1: Um.
0: Oh, not the IP address. IP address. Yeah,
1: right.
0: (laughs) Internet protocol address. For you, non nerds. Next question. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Did I I put you both to sleep again? Sorry. (laughs) Um. No, but that's how we,
3: that's, I think, you know, that's pretty much how it all happened with us.
1: <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That was probably really interesting to us, but it was really it nice to reminisce.
0: It was quite nice nostalgic. Yeah. Maybe we'll edit it out. Eh, yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Eh. <laughs> yeah.
3: So our buddy Austin, one of our most,
0: uh, one of our first real followers.
3: Uh, yeah. One of our first real listeners that like we didn't know previously. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. just pity <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> And has been a stalwart friend ever since. Uh, He asks, what is your favorite event slash storyline in all of a Game of Thrones or a cock so far? What, like, arc or whatever have you just loved? For Brooke, it's obviously the Ironborn stuff.
1: I actually have an answer for this. Okay. It is not the Ironborn.
0: Uh Shocking.
1: Uh, I know. Personally, I love anything to do with the wall and the others. Um, I'm a little less in love with Brand's arc at the moment. But, um, it's, it's just so slow, right? Yeah, right. It's
0: Such thing. a slow burner. Way to yeah, go, Bran. Make fun of the guy for I'm... moving slow because he doesn't have any legs. Good job.
1: <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> 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 you got to crawl before you can walk. I mean drag your oh, geez. lifeless legs behind you before you can walk around okay uh, yeah so but but i love everything like north of the wall i'm totally enthralled by the wall's origins it's like existence itself and of course the black brothers so that that is like if, if i That's had yours. to live in westeros i'd be
0: you'd freeze your ass <laughs> Obviously, off of the
1: wall i wouldn't be allowed to join the wall and my place there would be the the roles I could play up at the wall would be pretty limited. Yeah,
0: you could you got you got some know. good choices. You could be a Molestown whore. Yeah. You right. could be a Craster's wife. Or you yeah. could be you could be a Spearwife. You could be a badass spearwife, but your your I house know. your house words make me think that's not a good option for you. <laughs>
1: it's true. All that said, there's really only one event that can be crown favorite in the whole series, and it's mm. three words. The Red Fucking Wedding. Oh, baby. Oh, man. You're, I love that I never saw it a, coming.
0: You're what a sick you fuck. That's your favorite thing? The Red Wedding is, is your favorite thing?
1: Yes. I love anything that makes me feel actual emotions.
0: And surprise. And, right. Uh,
1: yeah, and... it was great. I Like, it just came right out of the left field. It was merciless. Just a complete slaughter. And, and uh, slaughter both, like, physically and, like, Devastation of Kate of Catelyn of all of the um, I don't know
0: poor Greywinds. Hopes,
1: hopes and dreams of the North just smashed yeah yeah, yeah it and was then, so much
3: more than just people dying like,
1: yeah. yeah and then the, the long standing implications like, of yeah of of, of killing Greywind and then like, putting his head on Rob's body just like oh, yeah. oh it's like you're being slapped by the book yeah so what about you guys what's your favorite
3: uh mine was uh, through a game of thrones and a cock is uh is sansa and that's new for me yeah. but i i love watching her her growth throughout these first two books and um you know really looking at not just her by herself and the way she's acting but the context of her situation and how she's relating to her environment and adapting because of it and all of that has been really fascinating for me so i'm going to say sansa with uh, just anything to do with brawn as a close second.
1: How do you feel about the Elaine stuff?
3: The
0: what? Elaine. Bas- Bastard Sansa. Yeah. Oh, you know. Little thing I'm Sansa. Sure, I thought you said Elaine.
1: I said Elaine. She
0: dances yeah. real
3: nice. Gotcha. She does. She's. Yeah, yeah Laka. Like uh I'm looking forward to reading it again. Because it didn't excite me the first. My first couple times reading through the books. So. But a lot of things yeah. are exciting me now that didn't then. So that's why I'm excited to get to it again, because I'll probably start to like it more.
0: Yeah, I might have a different take later, but that Elaine stuff, it's like... Uh, an, is it Elaine? You're right, it sounds like we're just saying Elaine. Yeah. But <laughs> Elaine, the Elaine stuff. Uh, it it seems like she's just... Because I'm a big fan of Sansa's arc, I've said it a bunch of times, I'm. this is not tongue-in-cheek, I'm a big fan of Sansa. Uh, and, and her arc. But... Uh, what it feels like is she's kind of on this this slow building growth towards this this powerful woman, and then she gets under Littlefinger's protective wing, and she kind of not that she's not playing a role a little bit, but she's under his wing and 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 protected, and a little bit controlled, and so she goes back to just kind of being this person that's controlled instead of instead of influencing events herself. So yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see where it goes.
3: What yeah. about you, Skad? Favorite event or storyline so far?
0: Yeah, so I went, I went with kind of storylines instead of events. Um, in, in a Game of Thrones, my favorite, my favorite kind of ongoing storyline is is definitely the Ned figuring out the mystery, um, and, and and dealing with, and once he figures it out, dealing with the inner conflict of what he does with that information, um, who he can trust, does he owe it to Robert to tell? Does he owe it to the kids not to tell because they'll just be murdered? Um, you know, the, that part of his humanity about protecting them, even though they're not Robert's, is is powerful. So I, I really like that whole storyline. Uh, in A Clash of Kings it just has to be Tyrion's political maneuvering. His growth into that role and really just becoming, I think for the first time, um, ha- I don't happy? I don't know if that's the word. He's He's doing something he's really good at. And mm. If you ever get to the point in your life and you're lucky, because not everyone gets to do this, if you get to the point in your life where you're really doing something you're really good at, it's immensely fulfilling. And Tyrion's really good at this, and he's making positive, you know, positive uh, contributions to the city as a whole, even though he's fucking up individuals sometimes. Um, you know, and I think that's it's very uh, entertaining to read to, to see someone doing that f- from where he came from.
3: And yet to see the humanity of it all with uh with Shay. Yeah. You know, throwing the per- the throwing just that side. little yeah. Yeah. yeah, throwing just that little pebble into the finely running wheel of Tyrion with the whole Shay stuff is that makes it even more fascinating, I think.
0: Yeah. You know? Throwing in the, as Brooke put it, sleepy little fondles here and there. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice departure from the political maneuvering into the personal side of watching him soften there as well. Yeah, that's a good point.
3: Easy. What? I wouldn't say he softened.
0: Oh, uh, all right. Well done. <clears throat> begrudging, uh, begrudging uh, acknowledgement of your cleverness. <laughs>
3: Okay, our buddy Jack, uh, who's also a fairly long term listener, a long time listener, if I, if I remember, I so. he said his question's very simple. Who is our favorite minor character and why? Now, in the question when he sent it to us, he, he talked about like Galbert Glover and stuff like that. So I'm thinking like Braun for this one doesn't count for me because he's kind of like a mid range, not quite major, but not super minor. I think, I think what Jack is referring to is someone like minor, minor. Like we don't have a ton of information on. So mine would be uh, someone who we've brought up already, uh, our dear friend Sir Courtney Penrose. Uh, and just his whole his whole devotion to I don't know what, whether it's Renly or Edric Storm or the Baratheons in general or something else, but you know that whole fact that he was not only was he willing to sacrifice his whole garrison, but he, or he was willing to sacrifice his whole garrison, and he had the opportunity to walk away, right? Like Stannis told him, you can leave if you'll just give us a castle, give us Edric. And he said, no, I'm not going to. And he did it so belligerently and so deliciously that uh, I love Courtney Penrose. It's a shame that we only get one chapter of him in this whole book series.
0: For it's me, solid. it's for me. It's strong Boas. I hope he's minor enough for Jack. Um, you know, he's in the book a reasonable amount, but he doesn't say much. Uh, he doesn't do a whole lot. Um, but he's just such a warrior. Few words. Not intelligent. He's basically just meat swinging an arak. Uh, <laughs> he's simple, and I love him. Hopefully, he's minor enough for Jack. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's hard to say who is minor because they're all.
3: Yeah, it's definitely up to interpretation. It's
1: a weird spectrum.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Courtney Penrose has more words in that one chapter he appears in than Strong Bellwass has in the whole set of novels, but <laughs> but I would still consider Courtney Penrose to be a more minor character than Strong Bellwass.
1: Yeah, I I struggled with this one because there are so many minor characters yeah. who are like relatable and admirable and have like the perfect character spice to the story like just sprinkled in there yeah mm-hmm. um i could probably name like 20 that i love. like brendan blackfish amazing podrick payne love my stone asha i don't know if she's like really minor yeah i, like, really minor. Yeah. I feel like she is gray worm mr amon uh arian Martel, though she's becoming more major oh, yeah
0: she's major <laughs> or she will be
1: yeah, she will be. Um, but uh, I would say my very <coughs> favorite, and this one was top. I like I thought about it for probably like two, three days, guys. That's a lot for me. That's a lifetime. Whoa. But, uh, I know. Beric Darien.
0: Oh, yeah. oh I'll, that's I'll super cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's just something really compelling about like every little hint and brush and suggestion of magic in this world. Like, sometimes we get, like, a big hit of it, like, with, like, the Shadow Babies. Uh, but other times we just get, like, mere mentions of it. But, uh, mm-hmm. is a big hit. He's, like, a walking magic factory. And and him as a person, I really enjoy as well, because he's not perfect by any means. Like, for example, he was going to sell Arya. <laughs> um, but, uh... You know, he got a second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever chance at life, and he still kept fighting as the leader of the Brotherhood. Uh, the, the Brotherhood without banners. Uh, brotherhood without banners, and and I know that his memories like kind of get hazier every time he dies. But after that first stab wound, I would have been like, "Well, this is a free pass to sit out the rest of the war. I'll see you." again I am
3: retiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: But uh, yeah, I, I like. I know Matt, you hate horror movies, but I love horror movies. Scad, where do you stand on the horror movie? You
0: like uh, some, right, Scad I like them. I, um, well, are you talking about like silly horror movies or like really no, like real horror movies? <clears throat> so I don't, I don't love gore just for gore's sake, but I like thrillers and suspense. So that that's where I stand.
1: That's fair. Well, I feel like Beric Dondarrion is a horror movie with this book, and. Uh, Like towards the end, where he's like just like wearing that last kiss, like like an abused pair of pantyhose. (laughs) So great, I could read about him forever.
3: Nice, good choice. That's a good answer.
1: Oh, and and hot pie.
3: And hot pie. I'm a little disappointed that Scad didn't mention Poxy Tim, but (laughs) I
0: understand. He's he's not a a a minor character. He's Azora (laughs) High.
3: True, I stand corrected. Uh, next question, or Brooke, do you need to go refill the mug? No, I'm um, okay. Alright. I think so. Um, House of Black and White at Valar Morgulis asks, what was your overall impression of Arya's Riverlands and Harrenhal arc?
0: Me mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. Um,
1: jerk? It's just depressing. Like, George a good job of staying true to that like childlike attitude of acceptance that Arya has I, I don't really know how to articulate it but like i grew up in a modest house with modest opportunities but i never questioned my my situation growing up like you don't miss what you don't have yeah i feel like Arya kind of goes through this whole phase in her life the same way but also you know her revenge prayers help her get through it it's hard to say what do you guys think
0: yeah, it's interesting that the way you said that because Arya does know what it's like to have whatever she wants virtually. She's yeah, not Yeah, so that
1: was a bad comparison. It's not like she's missing like luxuries, but
0: you know. But but yeah. well, well, I don't I didn't mean to say it's a bad comparison. I I mean it's interesting. She does know what it's like, but yet she still somewhat behaves like the child that doesn't. Um so so I don't know whether it's just the brutality of what she's seen that just kind of Reframes her perspective very quickly so she doesn't think about that um, but that's an interesting comparison you've made uh, to me this arc just taught Arya how shitty the world can be it, it gave her the resolve she needed to become the person that she needs to be to I use this phrase a lot to, like, to like impact the world, right? She needs to impact that world because she's been impacted by it and wants wants to take action. And this gives her that resolve. Everything she's seen, everything she's gone through. Um, You know, I don't know what her impact's going to be. Her story is one of the most up in the air to me. Um, You know, she's becoming this trained assassin, essentially, with magical powers. And I don't really know what she's going to do with it exactly. You get the sense she wants to take action on her list or whatever, but whatever whatever that path is i think these experiences that she's had uh in the riverlands um and, and in heron hall have just shaped how she sees the world and i i think it's changed her for the worse for sure um just kind of jaded her at a very young age but it's definitely I like that. very informative on her path
3: yeah i would agree with the resolve that's that's more what i lean towards as I was thinking about this too is it's a resolve building it's it's uh, Aria's moment of making mistakes and learning from those mistakes and uh, just kind of being a sponge for real life whether she wants to or not um, as far as her storyline I agree I, I kind of maybe we'll get to headcanons in a minute but this seems like an okay enough place to bring it up for me I think one of my headcanons with all the start kids And one of the major plot lines is going to be rediscovering their identity as Starks. Uh, You know, with Bran being with Bloodraven right now, I think he's kind of getting away from being a Stark maybe a little bit. Uh, Rickon and Skagos never really, won't even have any real formative memories about being a Stark, I think. Yeah, I don't think he knows Um, what it
0: means to be a Stark in general.
3: Right, Sansa with the whole Elaine thing. And now with Arya already having gone through so many different identities and now with her faceless man stuff, I think one of the big plot lines in the end of the books is going to be the Starks rediscovering who they are, kind of, or rediscovering their identity as Starks. And I think that'll be super poignant for Arya, especially, more so than maybe the other three.
0: I would point out, just in case the reader's forgotten, Rob does not need to rediscover this. He has his Stark identity sewn to his shoulders.
3: Too soon. Oh. And hey, maybe maybe we'll see, you know, related to that, some Lady Stoneheart and all of this. That'll be interesting to see if maybe she re-encounters some of her children and what that'll be like and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryn, Brendan Blackfish asked... I, I would note uh, that you
0: didn't mention Jon in there about rediscovering their identities.
3: And that's maybe the biggest one of all, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I don't I don't know whether he's lost his.
3: Maybe because I don't consider him a Stark child, even though he's Lyanna's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I looked at a poll, uh, Brennan B. Fish did a poll, gosh, last year maybe, a while ago, about what people think about the various theories, and and asking them to weigh in with percentages, and uh, RLJ was like 93, 95%, somewhere in there, so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not quite as certain as Gravity, guys. True. True. Speaking
3: of which, Brendan Blackfish asks... (laughs) A bit tongue-in-cheek. I think this question's geared more towards Scad. That's a great question. Stannis, great king or greatest king? And also his second question, what king would you give homage to and why is it Stannis? <laughs>
0: Scad? It's a great question. Uh, you know, the thing about Stannis is that we don't know a ton about how good a king he'd really be. He, you know, I mean, we see like he seems to put the realm first, right? When he goes north and he says, uh, I think Davos kind of puts him up to it a little bit, but he should be uh, ruling the realm uh, in order to prove that he should be king, rather than proving he should be king in order to rule the realm, right? It's, I didn't put that exactly the same way he does, but it's close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But but he seems like an ends justifies the means kind of guy, which can be dangerous. Um, you know, sometimes those people in power can can really screw things up. Um, but but I think if you if you removed some of the political situation that's surrounding him right now, he could be a good king. Like, like if he was in a situation where, like, he was just the next logical heir and there wasn't any dispute and people just kind of glommed on, like, oh, yeah, you're the next guy, and he had that support, I think maybe he'd he'd be okay. But as it mm-hmm. is, there's just so much conflict surrounding him. I think he'd just have too many enemies. It's just been a huge uphill battle for him the whole time. Um, I think... <laughs> Can't believe me to say this. I think I'd actually give homage to Danny if I were to pick one. So it's not Stannis. Sorry, sorry, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's not what I want to happen as a reader either. But uh, I think she kind of makes the most sense. Like you have to think about when when somebody becomes king and and who is going to be given homage. Like what it really means for the near future. Because most of these people, if you like, pick a commoner or somebody with a lot of conflict, it's just going to be more war, right? And I think. Uh, <laughs> You know they've they've Westeros has been on some tough times for the last ten or fifteen years, and I think maybe you get back to the Targaryens if it's a sane one like Danny might be, uh, you know maybe it can get them back to some stability. Danny's got a lot to prove. Look, I'm not like her arc is still not completely written. She's some might say she's losing it a little bit, but I think in general her heart is in the right place. And a sane Targaryen with dragons might kind of stabilize Westeros a little bit. So. If I were just a random dude who I'm choosing to give homage to somebody, maybe I'd choose Danny for that stability reason.
3: Okay. Brooke? Um, <laughs> any thoughts on Stannis in general?
1: <laughs> I didn't or... really think outside the box on this one, but I like uh I like Scat's answer. Um yeah. I, I agree with what you were saying there at the beginning, Scat Like Stannis is the most predictable yet most surprising character in yeah. the entire series. Yeah. And that makes him like dangerous. And probably a poor king unless he had davos as his hand which is funny because of the the hand thing hey. <laughs> like he's no. just he's just he's too easily swayed by the whole relore thing and who knows what else would catch his fancy and yep. then he would apply his stoic non-compromising weird ethics on <laughs> whatever, you know, was bright and shiny at the time.
3: <laughs> well, and it's interesting though, because the whole reason he's kind of accepting of the relore stuff is because he thinks it'll help him get on the throne, right? So it'd be We're interesting to see us. how he would act if he if he did get on the throne. Would he turn his back on that? Or is he too deep into the relore stuff now that he can't? Or? Yeah. That would be an interesting question to me. I don't know. For me, I kind of think outside the box on this one and say, you know, is having a king at the end really the best? Will the Iron Throne even exist at the end of this whole book? Yeah, I don't know. Um, There's a lot of talk all the time about who's going to sit the Iron Throne in the end. Well, maybe there's not even an Iron Throne. Maybe that's part of the story that everyone's vying for the Iron Throne, and in the end, it doesn't matter. Until,
0: Until 300 years ago, there was no such fucking thing. Right. right. And so that's, 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 maybe tens of thousands of years or more, whatever, however long there was no king at all. They were just feudal kind of kings, kings. right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. They were all kind of their own kind of little kingdoms um, and everything and I wonder if that's how it'll kind of return to maybe we'll have a king in the north again with the Starks and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the Iron Throne ended up not mattering at all in the end. Okay, another question from our boy Austin. We're going to take a break from A Song of Ice and Fire for a minute. And he asks, what is our favorite TV show? Pointing out that none of us, because it's obviously not Game of Thrones.
0: Obviously, obviously that.
3: Yeah. Mine is Breaking Bad. I love it. I just (coughs) barely embarked on a rewatch of it because I finally uh, gained the mental an emotional <laughs> fortitude to rewatch that show. It took such a toll on me that first time that, um, just emotionally going through all of that. And, uh, it took a long time to be ready to watch it again, but uh, maybe that's why I love it so much is because it gets me right in the feels. but I love breaking bad.
0: Mm. Uh, for me, uh, I, I put down, I wrote down a lot. Once I wrote one, I'm like, well, there's this two and that. I wrote, I wrote down several. One of them I almost never even watch, but I do love it when I do find it. Uh, Inside the Actor's Studio. That, that's that one I'm talking about. I love watching that show, uh, but I almost never get to. Battlestar Galactica, Justified, which I've mentioned on this podcast before. Uh, How I Met Your Mother was one my wife and I watched together uh, throughout its seasons, which, honestly, guys, it got terrible the last two seasons. Awful. But we saw it through <laughs> to the end. Uh, X Men. So and... many shows do that. X-Men, the animated series uh, from mm-hmm. like, the, the early 90s, uh, and Friday Night Lights, all stuff that uh, I've loved over the years.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, Scad. I could name like a hundred yeah. TV shows that I would call my favorite. Buffy, I, I
0: forgot, forgot Buffy, damn it. I know, uh, you hate Stay it.
1: Stay forgotten. Uh, but I think um, uh, Firefly over Buffy. Mm.
3: Ooh. Um
1: there's one show that i could watch like no matter what i'm feeling no matter what the time and i can watch any episode from any season and i will just like just shit myself laughing it's 30 rock i love it it's just every every beat is hilarious
3: hmm okay
1: yeah no agreement i
3: need to give that one more of a chance
0: i like 30 rock all right
1: Really? Sorry. I, need, yeah. I
3: need to give it more of a chance. I, I really haven't watched it much, but you haven't steered me wrong. Well, no, you have steered me wrong before.
1: I have. <laughs> that weird I'm...
3: Scott, Scottish romance uh, time travel? Outlander? Stories?
0: That's the one. What was it called? Outlander? Yeah. Uh, don't do it, Scad. Yeah, don't do amazing. it. Don't, don't even start. I'll check so it out. I, I trust in Brooke. I'll, tr- I'll check it out.
3: I trusted <laughs> in her, too. And look what she did to me.
0: I have good I have good experiences when I trust things you both agree on. I've started breaking bad and archer and they're both phenomenal.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh archer archer's up there for me. Yeah.
1: It's another yeah. one or just any episode is going to be Yeah,
3: you can just put it on at any time any episode.
0: It's never a bad
1: great. show, yeah, Venture Brothers. Oh,
0: Venture Brothers, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, Brooklyn 9 I've
1: been enjoying for the past couple years. Parks
0: and Rec, years. of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never got so into many- Parks and Rec.
1: Oh so funny. Oh,
0: community so... was hilarious. I liked community a lot.
1: Oh so good. Yep. So good.
0: I use the past tense, it's still on actually. It's on Yahoo screen or something, right? I think. Community. I don't know. Anyway. Don't know. Maybe.
3: Alright, enough of Who's that. Who's your mo- Who's your most hated character in all of a song of Ice and Fire? I'm still a little undecided on this one. We know Scads is Lewin.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> I, like, is... I like Lewin. I just think he could have done better.
3: Yeah. See, there's a difference. Like, who do you hate to the core, and who's just question? Whose decisions do you question? Yeah, not
1: agree Well, with. also, where so, do you get this from? Do you hate the way that George has written them, or do you hate the actual fleshed out character themselves? Uh, I
3: character. think where Austin Cummings from is the second is the latter.
0: Okay. Seriously? I don't hate. I don't think I hate any character he's written.
1: That's
3: that's They're, all. Most are wonderfully written. Right? Yeah.
0: I, I can't come up with one. I hate that he's written. I don't think Quentin, maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for me, it's you said Cersei. Yeah, Cersei's on my list. I, I, I've always said Joffrey. In fact, if you go to the Meet the Fingers page uh, that I gave the IP address for earlier, um, I think my Meet the Fingers page says Joffrey for this. But but I've noticed during this reread that it's lessened a little bit because I see him more of as like an affected character. He's just. He's been influenced by...
1: product of Cersei.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and those around him. and uh, So uh, I don't know if I hate him as much as I used to. Uh, so Cersei's on my list. I also kind of just hate Lysa. I pity her a little bit, but I also hate her. Um, so there's that. And I don't like Marillion much either. Screw mm-hmm. that guy. Hey guys,
3: keep going. Ask questions or something. I'm going to be right back. Okay, uh,
0: but we didn't get your most hated character.
3: Uh, Gregor Clegane is my most hated uh, character. Oh, well,
0: that's a good one. Really? He's hateable. Yeah,
1: but he's kind of like... Like, he doesn't have a lot of depth, right? Like, we don't really know...
0: Th- that's actually one, Brooke, that might be a candidate for your first version of that question. Have you hate? Do you hate the way he's written him? Gregor Gregor's one of the few characters that has been given very little depth, right? And so maybe you just hate the way George has portrayed him. Um.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, but I think it was deliberate the way that he's portrayed him, so... Yeah, maybe. Uh... Yeah, it's hard to like. He's it's almost like he's not worth hating, like he's just a big, huge, pure evil bully, and it's by default everyone should hate him. No one should be like, mm, "Gregor Clegane, yeah. so dreamy." <laughs> True. So, yeah, uh, I don't know, but that, that's fair. I mean, Matt is pure of heart, so of course he
0: would hate <laughs> the most evil character. Uh oh, pet dragon or pet direwolf, and which dragon direwolf? Would you? Would you like dragon? I mean, dragon.
3: Yeah. So many different things you can do with the dragon.
0: I went direwolf, and I realize okay. it's not probably going to be a popular opinion. But if you get the, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of theoretical. If you get the mental connection that the Stark kids have with their direwolves, I'll take the direwolf because that's cool, right? Being able to like get in their brains and like become one with them, um, I think that's awesome than riding a dragon? Uh, maybe, or for maybe the not. emotional connection. The, the, the but... emotional connection. You have a lifelong yeah. best friend that you can connect with on a level different from anything else. And maybe, we haven't seen much, to be honest, with relationships with dragons yet. Maybe there is something similar that happens, but um, for what I know, yeah, I'll take the direwolf. You can also take a direwolf anywhere. That dragon, you know, pretty conspicuous. You, know, <laughs> you can't leash a dragon. Do you guys have right, a favorite we're, dragon?
1: We're, yeah, uh, nah, Matt, did you answer that dragon?
0: Dragon for me.
3: I don't know that I have a favorite, so I haven't seen enough <laughs> of differences in personality to you know really differentiate between them, yeah. other than what color they are and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, have we have we talked about the weirdest the Song of Ice and Theory we've ever heard?
0: We haven't.
1: Mans Rhaegar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the way, uh, I I told you I looked at that uh, that poll that Bernard Fish did about uh, where people weighed in and there were percentages of everything for things that they believed. Uh, Mance Ragar was one of them, um, and it was called Mance Rhaegar. <laughs> and uh, it was I think it was like two percent of people or something. It was pretty low. I'm one of them. You're one, well, you can. That's that's what I'm saying. You can turn the tide on this. Write it up. Write it up in the off season. That's one of my goals in the off-season,
3: is to actually produce a a written Davos Fingers work. I offer no guarantees, though.
0: All right. So you said Mance Rhaegar. Mine is, uh, I don't know that it's it's weirdest. Um,
3: Mine is Poxy Tim as Azor (laughs) Ahai.
0: Oh, fine. That's something reasonably good for this, anyway. So I remember most of it. So it's it's not necessarily the weirdest, but it's the one that I think is the weirdest that people latch onto, which is R plus L equals Danny. Just the timing doesn't work, the geography doesn't work, the storytelling doesn't really add up. Uh, I just don't I don't really I don't really get I don't really get the fascination that some people have with it, and they That's kind a of stretch. they kind of cling to it a lot and get kind of a little defensive about it from what I've read. So. Uh it's not maybe the weirdest one, but it's it's the weirdest one that I think lives and has a reasonable following.
3: I don't know that I have one. I was really trying hard to think of a good tinfoil theory. Syrio Pharrell's and Hagar, but that's not completely outside the realm of imagination. So
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think that one's I think that one's reasonably believable. We got a question uh somewhat related yeah, to we'll that. Yeah, we'll get to that one. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna get to that one. All right.
3: Yeah. Well, I wanted to do kind of I wanted to do a giggly one. Do you guys want to do Throne, Bone, or Stone?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, our buddy Scott sent us in this wonderful question. Brilliant. It's called, it's a game called Throne, Bone, or Stone. And then he went through and based on what he's uh, gleaned from us listening to the podcast regarding characters that might mean something to us he's identified three characters for the three of each of us and he wants us to choose out of the three characters he's assigned to us who we would throne who we were in other words who we would want on the iron throne um who we'd like to bone and who we'd like to stone or in other words kill okay oh
2: i
0: thought that was who we'd like to get stoned with Uh, I'll I'll
3: also accept that. I'll also (laughs) accept that.
0: I'm teasing,
3: Uh, Brooke. You're listed first on his list, so I'm going to give you your three, and then you can give us your answers. Brooks were Rob Stark, and he he graciously aged the characters up for us so that if they were our (laughs) bones, Brooks like I don't care. Uh, Rob Stark aged eighteen, Sandor Clegane, and Corin Halfhand. Who would you throne? Who would you bone? Who would you stone?
1: Yeah, great question. Scott Brown, you are a delight. Mm -hmm. I would throne Corrin Halfhand. He's an amazing character who's wise, committed. He's beyond honorable, and he'd clean up the Gamora that is King's Landing, make short work of any upstart kings. He'd just take care of business on that one. Um, I would bone rob stark and uh yeah keep no matter the age keep him at 16 with his little his little beard it doesn't matter because i'm not actually gonna like molest him when i when i think bone i think i'm just gonna make him rub my feet and like bring me french toast and kittens yeah wow to be
3: clear this isn't starting a long-term relationship with the person it is pure slam piecery
1: yeah well he just served me and he'd be like, this is the worst punishment imaginable. Why can't we just bone? And I'd be like, no, child. Go fetch <laughs> us some catnip and wine. That's how that would go
0: down. Brooke, you've got some awesome fantasies.
1: Yeah, thanks. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and unfortunately I'd have to kill Sandor, which I mean, he, he deserves on the one hand, but he's also a little bit redeemable. It's hard to say. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't bone him and I wouldn't throw him, so... <sighs> stoned it is
3: very good i like your answers especially your throne answer corn yeah. would be a wonderful king that's the one i had the hardest time with was my throne answer so my three are shay theon greyjoy and cersei lannister so i think my bone answer would be obvious
1: theon
0: <laughs> before you know, or after his uh, little surgery um, either. <laughs> <laughs> You're a top then. Yep. <laughs> okay.
3: My bone would be because her beauty is renowned throughout the realm, and if it was just purely slam-piecery, would probably be Cersei.
1: Oh, you put it in that? Oh, man.
3: You bet I would. Oh, boy.
0: Just remember, you're dipping it in the, uh, the Osford Osney Osback kettle black ink, too.
3: Indeed. <laughs> Maybe that's part of it.
0: Wear a hat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, and this is where it gets tough for me, because I don't want to kill Shay, but I also don't want Theon sitting in the Iron Throne. So why not switch it up a little bit? Let's go ahead and kill Theon. Sorry, Ducky, our friend who loves Theon, but uh, kill him. Um and you know let's switch things up a little bit let's put a whore on the Iron Throne see what happens so
0: there's already a whore as the uh, queen regent
3: <laughs> there you go
0: but there's mine all right
1: you made some sacrifices but it worked out
0: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah I all feel right okay with it uh so mine were uh I got Danny Tar- Targaryen aged up to eighteen I got Gendry Baratheon uh actually he's not. Technically, Baratheon. Gendry aged up to eighteen. Uh, Catelyn Stark, and thank not... goodness he was aged
3: because we know who your bone's going to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Catelyn Stark was not aged up or down in any way. Uh, so uh, I didn't go. I didn't go with with bone and Gendry. I throned Gendry, um, and this is dicey, especially given what I just said about uh, about Stannis and uh, was it Stannis or, or, or the conflict of being on the throne. Um, Gendry would have a really hard time on the throne because he has no political allies or anything like that. So if if you think about it that way, this would be a terrible choice. But when I think about what it takes to really rule, uh, similarly to, to like like Fagon or, or Aegon, depending on what you believe, uh, I actually think the commoner might make the best king. Um, it may hurt Gendry to think, as Arya notes, but his heart, I think, is in the right place. Um, if he surrounds himself with people that know what they're doing, I think he'd be okay, and I think he's a good guy. Which... Um, yeah, feel good about them. Uh, I stoned Catlin. Uh, I don't have any desire really to stone Catlin. I, I like her okay, uh, but of my choices, I, I I think I just had to pick her because I'd rather bone Danny. Um, I almost picked Throne. I mean, I know even earlier I said I might give her homage, but um, you know she might make a good queen, I guess. But uh, something about her style that irks me a little bit, and everyone knows I want the Baratheons on the throne, so.
3: I went with Bone and Danny. Danny. Okay. I like all your answers. So let's get out to a meaty Davos after darky type Ooh, question from yes. our friend Giselda, who asked a good one, I think. We talked about it a little bit a couple episodes ago, but uh, regarding Illyrio and Varys, do you think Illyrio and Varys married Danny off to get rid of Viserys in order to make way for, as they call him, Fagon, and as many in the fandom do? Uh, and she says i ask why married i ask because why marry danny off in the first place especially to someone who's going to take her east any thoughts on that guys
1: go ahead cuz i really don't have many mm. thoughts on this or in general
0: <laughs> well um, if you believe fagon and i do i think then you've just got to kind of believe that what they were shooting for was get her out of here just get get her out of the game plan um the only thing I can't figure out is why not just kill her then, if that's what their goal is, just to get rid of her. Right. Um, but, you know, then once the dragon's hatched, and it was like, oh shit, she's, you know, she's got some power. I think they adjusted their plans. I don't know exactly to what yet, if they're hoping she can come in support or what. Um, but I, I to me, I think it was exactly to get her to go east. Just get rid of her. Get her out of, get her out of here. She'll never survive living with the Dothraki. Just get her out of here.
3: Mine's almost the opposite. Oh. I think they were hoping to eventually come back with both of them, with Danny and Aegon. And the alliance uh, with Khal Drogo was to get his Khalasar and his um, Dothraki screamers, um, his warriors, to help in Westeros. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I think, but that's tenuous, too, because then you got the whole dragon eggs thing, and I don't know how that came into it. You well, I don't wonder think Illyria knew anything about this. Those.
0: Do you think he knew that they could hatch?
3: Right. I, I don't think he did either. Yeah. And so that's where I like your idea of, holy crap, we sent her away, but she's got these dragon eggs. We got to get her back. Um, and then, of course, at that point, he starts to surround her with people who he thinks can help her, like uh, Barristan Selmy and stuff like that. So, I also wouldn't be surprised if it was more to your thing. And then, once you know, dragons came into the pictures. Oh, maybe we should get Danny back. You know, let's send her Barristan. Let's do all this stuff to try to help pave the way to get her back too. I don't know, Brooke. Final thoughts other than that stuff.
1: I need to brush
3: up on this whole conspiracy. Well, part if, you, of, if you guys want to read some good stuff on it, uh, Brendan Blackfish has written extensively on his ideas on the topic, and I found them enlightening. I don't know if I agree with all of them, but uh, he's definitely put the work in and made some really compelling arguments. So. Cool. As he tends to do. Um, okay, so two of our favorites. We love you all, but in terms of who's been around the longest, our friends Heather and Austin both asked the same question. Which character do you wish had a POV chapter? Whose mind would you like to get inside? Mine Hodor. would be Varus. Hodor, yes. No, really. I think that would be really
0: fascinating.
1: Yeah, it would just be an entire chapter of Hodor. 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 <laughs>
0: Hodor. Yeah, and sorry, and uh, our friend Eric uh, Reynolds also asked this question today, <laughs> so we actually got this Eric question asked from the very same question. Three he people. Sent the email in.
3: Yeah, right. He sent it uh, late last night.
0: Oh yeah, last night. Sorry. Um. Oh, it's all right. Coder's an interesting one. I I I had several. Dolores Ed because I think it'd be funny. Patchface because I think it might be pretty <laughs> enlightening. If you like, maybe he's got like a brain going on up there, but he just doesn't have the words to express. I don't know. Uh,
3: right, kind of like Hodor. I think yeah. it would be kind of similar yeah. same vein. Similar as
0: idea, Hodor. Yeah. yeah. Triple those... uh, uh, B. I, I, I am, I am way in the minority of people uh, with Triple B. I, I believe that he very much did love Lyanna. Uh, that he would have been faithful. That he'd been a better king a better person, uh, had that not gone south. And I'd love to have his POV to see if that's true or not. Uh, Tywin mm. would be interesting. Jane Westerling. Uh, Jojen would be cool. Um, I don't want Varys. Varys. I thought of Varys, and I just, I'm just i so interested in his game being a mystery uh, that I don't want it.
3: Varys was my first thought, but then I thought the same thing too. What makes that so compelling is not knowing what Varys is going to do. And if we did know what Varys was going to do... I think it would it would lose lose some of its luster. I'd I'd like to remain in the dark on Varys. Goodness, uh, my, Thanks. Mine was mine was similar to yours. Skad. Mine was Jojen Reed. I'd love to get into his mind, know what he knows, see yeah. what he sees. Oh,
1: because so uh, a miracle he hasn't been driven crazy. We don't need to be driven crazy.
0: <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but don't but don't you just sometimes feel like he's just kind of stringing Bran along, just giving him the amount he thinks he can digest at the moment. But like he knows a ton more. Maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: I get that maybe. feeling.
1: I would have actually like um one of the Boltons as a POM. Oh people,
0: because
1: mm. George did, did a good job with Theon of kinda like bringing us through Theon's you know, his justifications in his own head for his actions and his the way that he parts the problems and I just like to see what the Boltons are thinking exactly.
3: Yeah, especially like oh, Roos for me would be really cool. Yeah. Um Roos. To be to cool. potentially to see like when when did the you know, the betrayal actually happen? We've talked mm-hmm. about it before and narrowed it down and we've I think we're all in agreement that he bore no real loyalty to Rob in the first place, but at what point did you know did that all happen and everything would be cool to know? Yeah.
0: Would be. And you I agree to...
3: with what you just I am, Scad.
0: We should we should do the POV we wish we didn't have to, though, before we move on. From yeah,
3: that. let's do it. And, and so, a follow up to their question was which character do you wish didn't have a POV? So, I guess, which POV are you not crazy about? Mine would be I've just never been able to get into Brienne's stuff. Really? I understand it's important to the story and everything, but oh, to me, it just lumbers along. It's, it's, no, that's uh, to Brienne's size and everything, but <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: to me, it's it, to me, Brienne's chapters are uh, an example of George's incredible ability to switch POVs because the, the, I, I agree a little bit in the sense that the, the pace of those chapters is a little bit slow. Um, but I think that, I think that's not that Brienne herself is slow, but measured, maybe, um, careful. Right. Um, and I, I think it comes across in those in those chapters. But I could see why you'd think that. I, I feel like they are a little bit slow sometimes to read.
3: And to be clear, I, it's not that I don't see value in them, uh, because I think George does some of his best world building in the Brienne chapters. Yeah, He that... fills us in on a lot of Westeros history in the Brienne chapters. And so I do find them kind of interesting. But if I had to pick some that just didn't fascinate me as much as others, Brienne... And Sam's. Those are the ones that I turn and I see a POV of theirs and I'm just like, oh. <gasps> Sam? Not this. <laughs> yes.
1: Brooke is a cast. Especially after he leaves the <sighs> wall. My little chunk.
3: That's all for me. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't like Circe's. I just want her to
0: just... Shut up.
3: Yeah. Mm, just yeah. and die. Shut your mouth, woman.
0: Somebody put a cock not in her you, mouth so she church. stops talking. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's not punishment. Someone's she watching is Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm with you a little bit on Cersei. She, you know, but I, I like that you get her POV because she's such a villain in some ways that it's nice to see like the way she's thinking of it.
1: Yeah, but she doesn't recognize it at all. Yeah, like, I think no, that true. that Theon recognizes that he, you know, he's proud of his of his. I don't know, anti-authority.
0: Sometimes he lies to himself ass, a lot right? too.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, you know, he's somewhat aware. And I think the Boltons are aware that they're evil and relish it. But Cersei, honestly, doesn't have a clue. She feels like she's... Vindicated,
3: justified. Yeah,
1: she's she's so self-righteous, I hate her.
0: (laughs) For me, it's Quentin, though. And it's not just his POV. It's the whole goddamn fucking storyline. I don't understand. Somebody will hopefully please somebody reply with an email or something to tell me why the storyline exists because I still don't fucking get it. I do not you get waste why they waste so we much time on him and then he dies. Time. I it, the only thing I've ever been able to come up with as I have thought about this and I thought some I've spent some time thinking about this is that it's meant to uh be a counter to what Danny wants. Mm-hmm. That he shows up yep. and is this person that is actually a good match for her politically uh, and and because of the type of person he is she's just not interested but that's so weak it seems like it could that could have been done in such a faster less meandering way i just hate quentin's povs they just not because i hate quentin necessarily although he is a little boring i just don't get it and the frustration makes me angry as is calm with our dear scatty yeah Yeah.
3: Yep. Uh, so one of our good friends Anne, who we love, um, she asked a series of questions, but she did point out that she, if, if we could only address one, she wanted us to address this one. So maybe we'll do this one and maybe we'll still do another, but, um, and I thought this was an interesting one that she wanted us to address, but she wants to know, how did you first start calling your fans blood Riders?
1: <laughs> that was you. Wasn't it Matt?
3: I, it, I think it originated with me. It was all through Twitter. And back in the day, when we didn't have a ton of Twitter followers, I still, you know, compared to other Twitter accounts, we still don't have a ton. Uh, we've got about 600 now. But back in the early days, I made it a point, and I'm really sad that I don't do this anymore, and I'll just blame time. But I made it a point to try to send out a well individualized welcome tweet to every new follower. Yep, And uh, and one of the things that I was prone to say, especially when I couldn't think of something else, was just kind of a welcome to the Kallisar type thing. Just kind of a welcome to the family type thing, but pointed more towards wording of A Song of Ice and Fire. And uh, Blood Riders became a common thing to kind of tell people or call people who seemed, not that they were super fans or something, I wouldn't dare say that we've got super fans but um just people that seem to really show a a ton of support for us engagement uh, Mm. engagement and things like that and so when i'd reply back to them after they'd say something particularly generous or something i'd kind of throw the hashtag on of blood writer but having said that it's not meant to be this exclusive level that listeners reach if they've tweeted at us a certain amount of times or listened to our podcast for however long or whatever it's just people that seem to share our passion and are engaged and entering uh, that chat with us that are uh, part of the conversation we love that uh, in davo's fingers but it's there are only so
0: conversation many with us. there are only so many blood rider spots so you got to kick somebody out if you don't have one already yeah fight <laughs> to the death for our love <laughs> just teasing obviously. while
3: we while we sit back and <laughs> eat steak and salad.
0: Yeah, I, I, the Blood Rider thing is cool. I, I, I prefer the the arts. It's more inclusive. But the Blood Rider thing is cool because it's just, yeah, it's an indicator of, hey, we recognize your passion for Gurm stuff.
3: And we appreciate it. Anyone can be a Blood Rider. But uh, that being said, we appreciate everyone, and especially those that that enter into the conversation with us, that become a part of the chat you know it's it's more than just the three of us talking and you listening we love that this whole thing can be one big conversation among friends and uh that to me is one of the most rewarding parts about doing this
0: definitely totally i I went all valley girl okay
3: we for almost two and a half hours what's that scat
0: went all valley girl i did totally
3: totally Mm. Um. Which of the questions have we not addressed that you guys want to? Uh,
0: I'm I'm interested in what you guys have to say. Again, it was one of Ann's questions, but about Jack and Rorge and Biter being in the black cells. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Why are they in an upper level cell? What do they do to get there? And I mean, more specifically with Jockin, I think. Although, although you know, Arya talks about Biter and Rorge being like demons that he summoned to follow his, to follow Jockin's machinations or whatever. But uh, I think we know that's not true because we see Rorge and Biter later, and Jockin's not around. But um, why are they in the black cells?
3: <coughs> Great question, Ann.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Rook, you got thoughts on this one?
1: Oh, I'm sure that there's like good theories out there with lots of evidence and thought processes behind it. But uh, I have not read them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think they're just really bad. And somebody uh, recognized that. Maybe, I don't know, like one of the maesters? Maybe mm. like a, a secret sect of master recognized a faceless man or a mm. summoned demon and was like, lock these guys up hard. It's hard to say, Right.
0: I like the maester seeking out faceless men magic kind of thing, like trying to put an end to it. That's interesting. It like, I saw and him that's... practicing, and we got to get him. That's interesting. I like it.
3: And it's a good point that I think is applies to many different things out in the fandom. One of the great things about the Song of Ice and Fire fandom is that we love to create theories and ideas for just about every single scenario in all of the books. And sometimes it just is what it is, right? Like you're saying with this. These are just three guys yeah. who are bad guys that are locked away in cells. Yeah. Um the, the, the that's one of the arguments for the Quaith. We had a question of who is Quaith and and you know, there's all these different ideas out there. You know, maybe she's just Quaith. Quaith is Quaith. And
0: we all know Quaith is Benjamin.
3: Uh the one thing that I think of when I think of the black cells. Is Varys,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and how you know he often Had uh, disguised access, himself yeah. as the Galer. Is that how you pronounce oh, that? Goler down there. So
0: Ruger, I think. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not certain of that. It's, it might be something else, something like that.
3: So maybe like there's something where Jochen got to the black cells to get like marching orders or something from Varys for a job of someone he was supposed to assassinate. But then I wonder like, well, why would he have to go clear to the black cells to do that? Varys knows the ins and outs of the Red Keep really well. He could have met him anywhere. So I it's a it's a fascinating mystery to me.
0: Huh. So walk walk down this path. Maybe that's where your head was going. We talked in the Arya chapter in Game of Thrones about how uh, Arya would see some children or kids or whatever. And when she approached them, they'd run away and they couldn't speak. Uh, and we theorized mm-hmm. that those were Varys' little birds. Uh, yep. And so we had evidence that... Well, I don't know how he would have gotten to Joran. But we have evidence that he knows that Arya is in the, in the city. right, And not really doing anything about it. Maybe he placed... Maybe he placed Jocken in the black cells in order to look after Arya, who was going to be in the watch on the road north. Eh? Stretch?
3: No, not at all, because Varys was present, right, when Joran appeared before Eddard Stark and asked for men. And Eddard said, you can have your pick of the cells, mm-hmm. right, and of the dungeons. And so then maybe... Oh, Varys inserts Jaqen into the cells, knowing that Yorin will get him.
0: Not to look after Arya to look after Gendry, who he did Gendry. Give yep, to Yorin, right? Yep. Look at that. So it could be that. But faceless men, their
3: job is purely to be yeah, assassins. True. Yeah, that's true. Not bodyguards, not things like that. Um, But that doesn't mean... That he didn't want Gendry and Arya. Maybe he thought that they could lead uh, Jockin to whoever he was supposed to hmm. kill. But then we've got the whole Old Town thing, right? And Jockin, presumably, yeah. I think there's good evidence to say that he's the guy that killed Pate and yes. took his face. Yeah, it's pretty In well Old accepted. Town. So how does that all fit into? All this story is. We know he the the evidence for that is mostly that his description, uh, the description of the guy who, quote unquote, kills Pate. We don't get pure confirmation that he kills him, but we can assume he's dead. Um, who kills Pate? It matches the description almost perfectly of when Jacques and Hagar changes his face in a Clash of Kings. Right. So, um, you know, how does that all fit in? It's all very. Po- one. Yeah, So I don't know.
0: No. That also we'd be remiss if we didn't know oh. that the the Jock and his Syrio thing is possible too. That Serio was in the black cells from Mer yep. Trent Trance of doing him and uh, changed his face and became Jockin. Possible.
3: Mm-hmm. That's
0: really possible.
3: Fun thing that I realized though, as I was researching this, slightly off topic, Arya gives the three men when the when the Holdfast is burning and she makes her escape. She gives Jacques and Rorj and Bider an axe. Yeah. And I didn't put two and two together, and I don't think we talked about this in the podcast. But when they find Yorin after the battle, he was killed from an axe wound to, to his head.
0: Yep, that's true.
3: Well, it's off topic, but did Rorge and Bider kill Yorin? Maybe. Because of Arya's assistance? That's kind of tragic.
0: That nah, would be. Didn't think about that. Could have been Anyways. anybody's. But yes, could have been them.
3: Uh, we talked about our family mottos. <laughs>
0: I'm, so, I'm stunned you Jesse's haven't gotten to the bronze question. The bronze family. I'll do
3: better next motto. time or less is more. Oh yeah, Jax. I don't know what I'd... I i do not know. Bronze Bronze family motto would be how much? I think.
0: Mine's similar. I, I, I put, we serve the golden dragon. The, the we mon- serve the what? The golden dragon, the monetary instrument. We serve the golden, golden dragon.
3: dragon. Yeah. You kind of cut out there.
0: Oh, gotcha.
3: We serve the golden dragon. I love it. All right, let's. Uh, well, I have. I want to do my final question about end games. Is there another one you guys want to get to before?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's getting late. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I could do this all night, yeah. but it's getting pretty late.
3: <laughs> I'm hot. I'm pretty uh, wired on Mountain Dew, but indeed, it is getting late. So let's let's finish with a question from Jesse, and he says, "What end game do each of you see?" Will any grand theories come to fruition? So I would maybe adjust that just a tiny bit to just what are some of your favorite head canons? Uh, what are things you'd really like to see? Um, you don't have to go through each character, obviously, but some of your favorites go.
1: Danny and John sucking face on the back of a dragon flying over
2: their kingdom of Westeros. Wow, a whole new world. <laughs>
1: You know, honestly, with this question, I thought about it, and I'm excited to be like surprised.
0: surprised. Yeah, sure, me too. Bring it
1: on, Gerb. Bring it on. I want this roller coaster to fly right off the tracks.
0: Me too. So I really (laughs) respect that, Brooke. I I I wrote some. (laughs) You don't agree, Matt? No,
3: I say I really respect that, Brooke. I know
0: that's usually that's usually yeah. Exactly. But, <laughs> but no, you're fucking wrong. wrong.
3: <laughs> well, it's a but, but not against you. It's not against you. It's a qualm I have.
0: Oh yeah. Elaborate.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, I was gonna let SCAD go, but
0: Oh, uh, I can go. Um
3: so sometimes want, yeah, what happens... First.
1: Oh my god, someone talk.
3: No, I'm not I'm not poking holes at all. Uh in you, Brooke. Um I actually Thanks. like your attitude. <laughs> I think something that sometimes happens with members of the fandom is, they like I said, it's a fandom of theories. We love theorizing, and I think it's because there's so much time between books that we need to have something to do to keep us satiated, so we develop theories, which are great, and some are really well-researched and well-thought-out. But there's sometimes this attitude that if you don't know or are familiar with or subscribe to certain theories, and let me say fan theories— that you're somehow not as big or as good of a fan of *A Song of Ice and Fire*. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Like I see it on Twitter. Sometimes I see it on the boards, and the, they'll trash people who say, "Oh, I wasn't familiar with the Grand Northern conspiracy theory," mm-hmm. or even RLJ. And they'll trash people that, "How did you not know that? That's a well-accepted theory." Blah blah blah, and implying that you must not be as big of a fan as we are. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with just saying, you know what? I want to be surprised. I don't care about theories. I don't care to read them. That's not bashing on the people who develop them because a lot of people put a lot of thought and effort into it, and I respect them for that. But sometimes you just want to sit back and be told a story and kind of revel in it. So sorry for going off on a bit of a tangent, but that kind of frustrates me a little bit sometimes, and I wish people would would be accepting of that side of things.
0: Gosh, I, the, that's room, not to say
3: everyone isn't, but we're just again, went on that. There room. are a lot go, of great fans. Sorry, go, but, go ahead,
0: Brooke.
1: Oh yeah, I, and also I feel like these people like on the message boards, and I admire their passion and stuff, but they're really in the eye of the storm of their love for these books. Mm. A lot of people do just read them as novels. Like,
2: yeah, and there's
1: and not nothing as, wrong with like, yeah, yeah, and, and, and both and both like. Either the deep dive or the shallow dive are both acceptable and great, but I don't think anybody should be getting up in arms or attacking anyone else. That's like scary. That's like, man, take a deep breath and look at your life.
3: Yeah. I I read. We've been trashed for that before on reviews and stuff. People have said, Oh, they don't know their knowledge of theories is lacking or something.
1: Uh, (laughs) I've been trashed on reviews. (laughs) And I'm fine with that. Because we
3: like the (laughs) books. Like, yeah, we like the books. So anyways,
0: so I I, re- I remember I read something months six months ago maybe that I, I really related with kind of in that vein. Um, I wish I could remember who it was. It was it was just on the um, West Studlerick boards, um, and and they were they were talking about narrative purpose, and they were just talking about these are books. They're not mysteries to solve, and mm-hmm. you you don't need to try to latch on or find a theory or find something crazy hidden. Some Easter egg somewhere that's the key to the whole the whole mystery they're books they're a they're a story that he's telling. He's not looking to fool everyone necessarily. he's looking to tell a story and yeah, there is maybe a big mystery that's fairly well accepted up ninety five percent by the fan base about r l j but that doesn't mean there are a million in there that he's trying to pull over on over over everybody and what you have to keep in mind not to trash people making theories but what we have to keep in mind is he's just telling the story it's a story right. not a series of mysteries for you to unravel and brain teasers or something right it's it's a story with a narrative purpose <laughs> or story problems and i i'm sorry yeah. for plagiarizing whoever it was that wrote that on the West, West org board uh, if you're listening to this i apologize uh it touched <laughs> me a lot when you said it i i, I very much <laughs> i very much identified with it so thank you whoever you are Great. i'm sorry that i'm not giving you credit
3: That's also not to say that people shouldn't develop theories, right? No, absolutely not. And enjoy it, do it. I would love to dig into this Mance Rhaegar theory, into our Team John theory that we've batted around since the beginning, but it's all just the attitude about how others feel that can be detrimental to the fandom in general, I think.
0: Anyway, with that being
3: said. Any uh, fun headcanons before we sign off for the night? Maybe one of your favorites.
0: Uh, Yeah, so I'm bad at this question. I feel like... So we did headcanon the first uh, at end of Game of Thrones. And the most Mm -hmm. interesting thing about answering this question now is that I don't really remember exactly what I said my headcanon was before. And there's so many... I just... I I realize there are just so many possibilities that I want to see, and I want to see them all. And I'm suggesting that, George, make the end of these books a choose-your-own-adventure. (laughs) <laughs> with all sorts of types of endings that we can choose. That be That'd be fun. <laughs> so don't be surprised if... So <laughs> <don't be, laughs> exactly. Don't be surprised if this contradicts what I said in the last one, because it very well might. Because as I've read this book, my opinions have changed, and they'll probably continue to change until we're done. But Danny, John and Tyrion, maybe Aegon ride dragons against the others, but it's Bran that has to face off against the Great Other and defeat him. Stannis sacrifices himself in some way for the good of the realm... Seven knows what happens with Aria. Varys keeps on paddling.
3: I love it. Nice. Okay. You bet? I don't subscribe on at all, and I think that's a big departure between Skad and I, but that's okay. That makes it fun. I think he's going to die. Probably at the hands of one of Danny's dragons. I don't know. Um, I I really, really subscribe to the Team John stuff that we've talked about before. And just to review from any that haven't heard it, uh I think that John has a team of supporters who have known about his um, heritage and who are doing their best to help him um, reach whoever he's destined to be. I think that includes J.R. Mormont. I think that includes uh, Benjamin Stark. Now, I think it also includes Bloodraven. Corin uh, Halfhand and the other knights at the Shadow Tower who had interacted with Mance Raider, and that is the biggest one of all, is that Mance Raider, as John's father, <laughs> is also helping to get him there. Mance Raider, for those who didn't hear my Mance Rhaegar theory from a few episodes back, is, in fact, Rhaegar Targaryen glamoured. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> That's what I got.
0: I want to stress, I feel like I could just talk with you guys about this forever, but I know we got to get yep. it. We're it up will, in uh, like two and a half hours or something.
3: <laughs> it'll be a long month. Long six weeks.
0: It will, yeah.
1: Alright, well this is Brooks signing off saying thank you so much to everybody who has supported us over the past year. We really appreciate your listens and your promotion and your interaction and your kind words and it
3: really helps keep the passion alive, so to speak. I'm going to go more with a, a serious sign-off, too, which is in the same vein as Brooks, just to say thank you for the the friendship, the generosity, all of that. We've said it before that we went into this with very low expectations of the three of us just getting on and basically recording conversations vocally that we'd had, Many times over IM and email and stuff like that. And we didn't expect to have any listeners. And so the fact that we've had you join in the conversation with us has been immensely gratifying. And I could I could talk to Skaddenbrook um, day and night and have these wonderful conversations that are enriching and lovely because they're my friends. Um, but having you join in has helped it reach this new level of awesomeness that I could have never imagined or expected and the generous way and arms wide open way, ooh, that's a Creed song, that you've uh, received this has been super, well, you super it. cool.
0: You could have gone cool. with, with Open Arms, the Michael Jackson tune.
3: Should have done that. Anyways, that's me signing off. Good sign off Good night.
0: <laughs> oh, I just seem like the cold heart of the bunch with my sign-off. My sign-off is... The cat SCAD saying, Nights of Summer take cover. Winter is coming. Uh, no, literally, winter's Winter's coming by the time yeah. we release again. Literally.
3: November 23rd. Yep. Night, guys.
2: Good
3: night.
0: See ya. I may
2: take a holiday in Spain. Leave my wings behind me. Drink my worries
0: down the drain. Fly away somewhere new. All right, let's do this thing. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> All right. You, oh geez. are you
1: ready? I feel like you've got a lot of humors. Isn't is like old school fluids going on?
0: I do. It's it's just like I got some sort of uh, yeah, like phlegm somewhere. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I can go try to hack it out if you guys want to give me ten minutes and talk behind my back again. <laughs>
1: No I just want you to be comfortable and happy
0: And also
3: never do that While someone else is talking Done
0: Yeah get some nasal in it Yeah Yeah there you go Alright So I did that and as soon as I restarted It just popped right up So yeah I I don't know Yeah
2: we like it when it pops right up
0: Some Yep sometimes not like in middle school when you weren't expecting it and you were giving a report in front of the class (laughs) that never happened to me oh oh guys i had a great
3: one tonight when my my wife um had her two best friends over and their husbands and i couldn't keep it quiet when the guy said um just lick it till it tickles (laughs)
1: context. Yeah, anything. seriously. Just lick it till it tickles.
3: <laughs> he was begging okay, for it. This is, yeah, it was a perfect alley Um Gosh. Oh, we were talking about... Okay, it's kind of a longer story, but uh, the other husband was talking about how he left a bottle of ibuprofen in a hot car for a few hours, like a whole day. And then when he went to open the bottle to take an ibuprofen, they had all like melted into one big ibuprofen. Cool. So I suggested that instead of swallowing the ibuprofen, you should just lick it every so often and lick the big ibuprofen blob and it'll start working. And the guy said, yeah, just lick it till it tickles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow.
1: When it's served
3: up to you like that, you cannot keep quiet.
2: What
1: did you you do? Did you just put your hand up for a high five? Like, (laughs) yes.
3: I I paused for a minute. It wasn't as quick as I sometimes am because I seriously considered not saying it. So I paused, and then I decided it was worth it, and I just went, that's what she said.
0: (laughs) Are they the kind of guys that were into into it, or are they like like lame oh yeah lame husband friends of your wife
3: no they're they're both very cool oh good very cool so it was it went over well (laughs) i do laundry wow so super (laughs) inefficient. two
1: episodes of breaking bad those things are an hour long
3: yeah a lot of laundry. laundry dude laundry is the dream chore yeah? I love I love doing laundry. Yeah, because you've to so sit in full
0: clothes forever. Yeah.
3: It's product it's productive laziness is what I call it. I I, I don't spoil <clears> this and tell my wife, but it I love doing it because all you do is you throw a bunch of clothes in the washing machine, push start, leave it for half an hour, then switch it over to the dryer, push start, leave it for however long it takes. Then you've got this big bundle of excuse to be lazy. You just I just sit on the floor, I put on my breaking bed. And I fold laundry. The more, the merrier. I'll fold five loads of it. I don't care. That's just more Breaking Bad for me.
1: You got a good system worked out there, buddy.
3: It's wonderful. It's wonderful. So I do it after need... the kids go to bed.
1: All you're missing is a, is a cat to come sit in the warm pile. They're so cute.
0: Oh, no thanks. But then the cat gets the clothes all hairy and dirty.
1: Oh, man. I'm in <clears> the <with this agenda. throat> Like a dirty spiral of cat hair, it doesn't
0: matter anymore. <laughs> uh, remind me to visit.
1: Uh, so guess who's coming to Calgary, Matty Thack? Uh Scatty. That's right.
3: Scattykins? Scatty.
1: Another another half reunion.
3: I know. It sucks that we just get you an individual individual <laughs> time spent.
1: But which it's Which is fine. Fun. Yeah. No, it's good.
3: It's kind yeah. of like custody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys get to see each other all the time.
3: I know. We are blessed.
1: So, but wait, who's the parents in this situation?
3: That's what I was just thinking. I feel like, like it's
1: you and me. <laughs> 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 and you have the most custody. Most yeah, so
3: I've got like, well, but that doesn't work when I go to hang out with you. <laughs>
1: I guess <laughs> yeah, we're getting away from the kids for a while.
3: <laughs> we're not together anymore, but we need to have a little getaway every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, he's back.
0: I'm back.
3: <laughs> did Whoa. you just
0: like? Your <laughs> I was gonna say, did you trip coming to? The... It's no. Like
1: you into the microphone. Uh, I. Hey okay, guys, I'm here. <laughs>
0: I was trying to be as quiet as I could so that I could sneak back and listen to what you guys were saying about me, but, um... You failed, miserably. No, uh, I, when I picked my headset up to put it on, the cord was down on the ground and I stepped on it, and so oh. when I picked it up, I dropped it directly in front of my mic, and so it went... Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it did. Did I put you to sleep again, Brooke, with that story? I hope I, I hope I could. Twice in ten minutes would be an accomplishment. Uh, what was I gonna
1: say? Oh, Yeah. You're going to love when
0: you finally hear what we were talking about. Because <laughs> we were talking about you. You were? <laughs> You're going to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. I don't know why I consider you guys friends. I don't know. <laughs> well, you'll
3: consider us as, as in a completely new light when you listen to that. We're family. We're family, Scott.
0: You guys, I got to, you forget, I get to listen to this seconds right after we finish recording so um yeah i don't i don't have to wait too long all right i'm Uh, excited for you to hear it excited or just excited yeah all right